This is the open bar, opening bar. Actually, I think I forgot this part. <laughs> Thanks for listening all up in your car. YouTube Live is where we are. Wait, are we J Mike? That's my co-host, by the way. They sorta call me Gabe on the mic every booze day. Oops, I meant Tuesday. Though really, who's to say? I think it's about time to press play. Go. Yeah, it appears that the so-called chat has some uh, theme of candy going on. Don't know what time of year it is, but I smell a draft. <laughs> I smell a draft. Hello, hello, hello. I got that vibrato, J. Mike. You might have to. You might have to show the people. We're gonna like, have, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to work on it, bro. No, you might. I'm saying you might have to just teach me, teach me the ways live. Come on, bro. No, I, I think that I think we, just gotta, we gotta we gotta put in some work. We've gotta we've gotta stretch your diaphragm out. We've gotta uh, get your vocal cords ready uh, to bring the vibrato needed uh, to close out Mocktober the way that it needs to be done. It's the last show of Mocktober, uh, the Halloween episode, if you will. And the chat has already spoken. Uh, shout out to Mr. Super Duper Flex himself, uh, Bill McCarthy. What up, Bill? Um, we, we're here for real quick, just a quick draft. Might as well go. Um, so we'll do it like this, Gabe. We'll switch it up. Um, we'll, we'll switch things up here. So, Gabe, you'll be the 101. Oh. Uh, yes. Hold, hold, <laughs> Hogue, you'll be 102. Nice. Stompy, you'll be 103. I'll bring up the rear. Sounds yeah, good, boys. Uh, we, we will snake this because we can we can have fun with this. Make this make this go go uh, well here. Uh, we're gonna go best Halloween candy. Best Halloween candy. Just simple as that. Are we are we you know cooking up some? Something that we did with the office draft, you know, mixing that into there. Like, what what does this candy represent as far as a player this year? Are we going deep dive with this? Do we can we do that right at the top of the show, J. Mike, or do we have to, you know? Listen, Linda. Listen, hey. listen, listen, <laughs> Linda, uh -huh. listen. Uh, you can you can you can swerve any which way you like. That is totally up to you. Uh, the main thing is we must, uh, and I do mean we must get some sort of explanation uh basically something that's happened in the fantasy season you must equate the performance of your candy uh to how someone's done this season dang it why did i say this now i have to really like no, you're welcome this this is, you're tough. welcome I don't god know damn why. it i don't okay. I, I did not mean to do this <laughs> yeah. hold on i have to I'm go here look for the people <laughs> so you, it's gotta be so we're going for good candy and good uh performances I, like, yeah I it doesn't have to even be that like i, I mean yeah. i just <laughs> i'm I, gonna I, surprise I, you with 1.03 <laughs> and i'm gonna i have a good player in mind for it so it can be it, look hogue you can get as and, and here's the thing about you hogue <laughs> i know that you're incredibly creative uh you, you've got oh, the man. voice of an angel and i know that you can come up with some sort of crazy storyline Something weird that's happened in the league, anything. Uh, yeah. It just has to be something that's happened this season, fantasy related, uh, that that speaks to the greatness of 
uh, your candy. That, that's really it. So I'm just hard. I'm just like locked in on Jameis Winston and trying to come up <laughs> <laughs> come up with something gross. Candy corn. <laughs> Can, candy, candy corn. corn. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Don't you don't know. It, it might be candy dare. corn. Yeah. Don't you dare besmirch the name of like, candy corn. That's how that's what's gonna get us into our first yeah, argument of the night. It's going to get us into our first like argument. Less than five minutes into this thing. We're yeah. gonna argue over candy corn. Like that's the yeah. that that's the flag yeah, you want to carry. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. 1.02 candy corn. As long as it as long as it falls a spot. Oh <laughs> only right, I had Jay. a good metaphor. Um what you got. Okay. Well, I I think I got yeah my one hundred ones easily Reese's okay so I can't I have to do that um, what I'm gonna come up with let's figure that out right now that uh that's just easily my one one candy though I'm always looking for that one first I'm always I, and I'm not talking about Reese's pieces okay I'm not talking about your Reese's fast break like just the OG okay the the circular disc, you know what I'm saying? Kind of, kind of looks like a crown of sorts. So I'm going to use that definitely. Uh, and I'm going to put the crown on Kish, Kishin, cause I want to kiss him. Christian <laughs> McCaffrey. Hey. Hey. Get does, over here, buddy. Does, does everything has uh, everything for a candy. Exactly. There's nothing See? better than See? peanut butter and chocolate. Uh-huh. And hold on, he's a cheat code because you can put Reese's in the freezer. All right, you can put it into milkshakes. Um, I, I don't care what you do with you can you can do the like I used to do, do a little uh, poke of the hole, poke it through, you know, have some fun with it. Uh, there's a, there, I mean, there's a lot of variability to this thing. Much like Christian McCaffrey, the dude's a cheat code, and he's looking like he's gonna have a, a top five fantasy season ever. Which just has to absolutely be recognized. He is certainly winning all of my redraft leagues, and I don't have enough depth in my dynasty leagues where I own him, <laughs> but he's certainly keeping me in it. And um, so, just happy to watch him. It's just entertaining, too. I mean, the dude just balls. So, Reese's McCaffrey 101. Oh, that's so perfect, too, just because, like, everybody thinks that the chocolate is kind of what makes it that the outside, but. Inside works too. Inside is just as good. The the Same peanut butter an inside runner. Come on, exactly, man. That's just so many, so many levels on that one. It's pretty that. good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. I really wanted to go with candy corn at one point oh two, uh, just to to set Stompy off. But I'll, I'll have plenty of opportunities throughout the show. So, See, but it doesn't make any sense for you to go to candy corn because you don't like candy corn. I I don't but I, I thought that that was the goal here was just to just to equate it to a, a fantasy performance right well it that's part of it. you pick it your, you know what do you, you just don't listen listen <laughs> to the rules then tell me just tell me you're supposed to pick a candy and you're supposed to pick it based off of uh i guess best candy for halloween and then it equate it to a performance so it has to be yeah. something that I like. Is that, yeah. is that true, J. Mike? I, I'm, I, I'm asking J. Mike. Listen, right th that's kind of where <laughs> that's kind of where we started. Okay. And now we've navigated to a totally different place nice. uh, that you can have as much fun with this as you'd like, Hogue. Perfect. There it is. Okay. So we're actually going with Smarties here. 
Uh, and uh, the oh, equivalence, nice. the equivalence is going to be Jameis Winston because Smarties, unlike candy corn, actually are pretty good sometimes. It, it's it's a really random craving. It, it's really random that those are actually good. Uh, but for the most part, I mean, you see all these different colors. You think they're they're you know they're going to be there's going to be this spectrum of flavor, and it never ends up being the case. You get the same thing every single time and it's really generally not that good so yeah Jameis winston and smarties at one point or two so i've, I've talked about this with john john just kind of makes up the rules as he goes so he just made up his own goddamn rules just listen <laughs> that, john J Mike just told me i could do that oh j mike you can't like you you gotta have a leash for him <laughs> uh, I don't I don't know where you thought you were, Snoppy, but but there, there's not much in the way of, of, of leashes or, or, or standards or anything around here. We just we just gotta we just go with it. I just uh, you're such an 103. Idiot. <laughs> 103. Why don't you use your energy to tell us how amazing your choice is here? I'm gonna I'm gonna irritate uh some people here um because I saw in the chat that Candy corn was equated to Brashad Perryman. Get out of here. <laughs> Candy corn is delicious, first and foremost. It's so a classic wrong. Halloween candy. So wrong. And you could just eat that stuff by the fistful. What is wrong with you people? I enjoy uh, candy corn, Snobby. I'm with you for what it's worth. There, there's a. There, I don't know if you guys have heard of the the comedian Lewis Black, but he has a pretty funny bit, and I'm not I'm not going to do it justice here, but it basically says all of the candy corn in existence was made before World War One, and they just recycle it every time <laughs> they go and grab it out of trash cans and recycle it. Um, I actually like candy corn, so I'm going 1.03 with candy corn, and I am going to equate it to an old faithful oldie but goodie here in Tom Brady. As much as I hate Tom Brady, he is the QB 10 right now. He has two games under 20 points, one game under double-digit fantasy points. Um, and the dude just keeps going. And he's he's in the season. What season is he in? 19, 20, whatever. But he's in like his 40s, and the dude just keeps producing. So he's an oldie but goodie just like Candy Corp. Gross. You got the old, you got the oldie part right. I know that much. Um, hmm. Hmm. Okay, uh, I guess I'll rock with that. Um, shout out to Josh uh, in the chat. Candy corn is Bishop Sankey. Uh, I am. I am erroneous. Uh, <laughs> erroneous. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, that's pretty good. So at one oh four. Um, and I'm and I'm not prepared to snake this, but I will I will at least give my my final entry here into the fourth uh, into the fourth pick here. Um, I'm gonna go with Wildberry Skittles, um, not just normal Skittles, but the Wildberry ones. As that's for for those keeping track at home, that's the purple pack. Oh shit! Um, yeah, man, it's uh -oh. like purple drink. It's like the purple drink of Skittles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It is uh it is fantastic. It's got the it's got the dark purple uh skittle, it's got the dark blue skittle, both of which you can only find in the wildberry pack. And the reason I'm going with that uh is because I'm going with uh the running back who is doing his best beast mode impression right now. 
uh, in Seattle, uh, a, a man points per game wise uh, who, who's doing absolute work. He's 13th on the season in points per game uh, in PPR leagues. Mr. Chris Carson, um, yeah, I, I did not. I, I, I was sure, sure Rashad Penny preseason uh, would would end up usurping uh, you syrup, uh, as we say, Gabe. He would end up you <laughs> syruping. Uh, High fruit Chris Carson usurping. Yeah, hundred percent. And and I and I was and I like Chris Carson even. Um, you know, his first season, I just figured he'd do uh, like most Seattle running backs did, which was fall apart basically since Beast Mode, and he's done anything but. So Chris Carson, uh, easily, easily Wildberry Skittles at this point. Uh, he's absolutely fantastic, doing his best impression of the original uh, Marshawn Lynch. He is uh, making a lot of people very happy in fantasy leagues, including. Uh, one Stompy in Trade Attic Six, uh, where he traded uh, earlier in the season for him. So, uh, yeah, Chris Carson, go go go, scoop him up. The electric playmaker. Yeah, I can't. It's I can't. I can't really take credit for. I mean, I I do love Chris Carson, but the guy that loves Chris Carson the most is the other guy on this podcast. I'm not going to give him credit <laughs> for anything, but. <laughs> Can't even say my name anymore. Candy, no. candy corn. <laughs> You're mediocre at best. <laughs> Just eat your candy corn. Man. I will put it on my teeth like vampire teeth, son. Ooh, uh, segways. I like that. Like that. Well, I better. Okay, let me introduce the show first. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Right, so, <laughs> welcome in to the open bar. It is Tuesday, October something, uh, 29th. Cool. And it is 9.30 Eastern-ish. It is the last October open bar. Uh, I have not been here in so long. I missed you, J-Mike, for one, um, the most. Not not just, you know, through a camera, but just physically. The touch. The physical touch. The physical The feel touch. of cotton. Uh, the fabric of our lives, some might say. Ah, I miss that. <laughs> But you I also who, missed uh yeah, go ahead. Yeah. You know who I see too much these days? Uh John. Mm-hmm. I see him yeah. too much. We talk yeah. too much. Like we need to keep it to once a week, John, because Seriously. you and I just have too much rage hey, yeah, against each other. We're too grumpy. Yeah. I we know. are we're, grump, we're grumpy old men. It's fine. I know. And we just kind of gravitate towards those wedge issues, apparently. Um, I, I had no idea that we disagreed so vehemently on on candy corn. Like I, I thought, I mean, I really thought that everybody just understood that that stuff is trash. But oh no, you just have horrendous taste. It's fine. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's that's our love. I oh, I no. love John. I love John, but we have a lot of anger issues that we work on <laughs> out on each other. How about let's let's get something that you two can agree on. What about that uh, that other like peanut shit candy, like the the one that's like shaped like In a the, peanut? That well, oh, I don't yeah. I don't even know like what flavor that if it's even like flavored <laughs> like peanut. Oh, like the orange, the circus, circus peanuts. peanuts? Yeah. yeah, that's gross. <laughs> okay, John. I mean, yeah, definitely. Most peanut yeah, peanut like peanut butter things. The, there's those. Uh, those i mean it's like taffy but it's like peanut butter flavored and it's in like little wrapped in wax paper that's either black or orange 
Are you you talking about bits of honey? Yes. No, 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 not, no, no, not no. bits of honey. Not. Those are actually good, but no, yes. these things are they like take too long though. Like, and they get, if they get sucked to your teeth, oh man, yeah, it's so good though. <laughs> it's like Corey Davis. But, yeah. Okay. Hey. <laughs> you know, you know, he gives us he gives us that little glimmer of hope, and then he goes for like one catch for eight yards, and it was just like, oh well. I guess that's about right. <laughs> he, yeah, it, it, you, um, not sure if you guys ever had these relationships in in high school or not, but the girl that showed you just enough attention uh, and flirted with you just enough to make you feel like, oh man, I, I really think she likes me. But then the rest of the time, like she's she's kicking it with your best friend, and and she's actually going on dates with him. Uh, was that just me that was getting getting drug as a as a high schooler? Yep. Okay. Great. Nope. Airing out my <laughs> air, air, airing out my uh, adolescent failures here. Okay. Great. Uh, so anyway, that's who Corey Davis is to me. I, I give all my attention, all my love, all of my support, and then all of a sudden, um, wait, wait, why are, why are you going with him to the movies? Are you, oh, okay. Cool. Um, I'll just sit here. Oh, oh, I'm the I'm the backup. I I'm the one you keep like, hanging out for a while, and maybe I have a chance. No, no, I don't. No, no, no? okay. I mean, I'm, I'm healthy enough to play. You gonna bring me up off IR? Or, no? okay. okay. Excited for Nikhil. Very excited. For, all right, look, we're live. Uh, there's two guys on the show. They they're on a show together. They do stuff. We you might know both of them already. If you don't, here they are. John Hogue. Addison, John Ho, are you still on that show? You're FF No. Oh, jeez. They're going to ask me to change up the name again, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> now you got to try to really ride yeah. something here. Yeah. Oh, Addison. Oh, I see you dubbed over Addison, <laughs> Stewart, Green. <laughs> no, just hit them with the, just when you re record it. Addison, insert name here. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the problem Addison, is blank name. <laughs> the problem is this time it was Addison who, who kind of, uh, who kind of ghosted that podcast. So if it's still, I mean, if it still exists, I'm still a co-host. And then now you've got to figure out, uh, how to replace Addison's name. And, and it's probably going to be something with just one <laughs> syllable. Just to, that's the that's the problem is that Addison. <laughs> I mean, it's just the, the three syllable is a rare a rarity to just throw in like that. I mean, yeah, I'm done. I'm done saying y'all's names and in intros. Okay, Aton <laughs> and Stompy as a team, you're unstoppable. Okay, y'all better not break up because that's a bar. Okay, there's nothing else that fit better than that. Okay, that, that's actually why I wanted to come on the show today. Uh, we have oh, some no. bad. We have some bad news. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Shit, I'm, I'm about to end that broadcast, bro. <laughs> oh, dude, Ken, he's booted. He's booted. Get Stompy off of the screen. Done. Also, you can't retire, Gabe, until you uh, actually make my name rhyme with something. <laughs> Come on, all right. <laughs> so close. Uh, uh, I know, I know. Um, well, welcome, guys. It's it, it is genuinely um, good to see both of you and have you on. So uh, awesome to be back, man. Yeah. Should we? Shall we? Shall we get into it? Let's we we I missed we missed the segue of of candy corn going up in uh, in place of your incisors. Uh, cause it's vamp season, baby. Okay. It's J Mike. It's bun. All right. We're five. What are we? 500. We got four Five wins on these fools. 
Yes. Wow. In 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 the the Superflex Super Show uh, Vampire League. Uh, and Hogue, do, do you want to give a brief rundown for those that may not understand what a Vampire League is before we even continue? Um, w- obviously, we've got several divisions. We, we get to be one of the vampires. Our show does. But 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 drop some knowledge on the people real quick before we uh, brag a little bit about uh, our vamp life right now. Oh, gladly. Yeah. So it's a six six division league and each division has its own vampire run by one of our favorite podcasts. So we've got, uh, besides the Superflex Super Show, obviously the Open Bar. We also have uh, the Trade Addicts podcast, the Trades HQ podcast, uh, Dynasty Game Night, and then uh, Tom Kislingberry from the Read and React IDP, mostly because he was the one who invented the concept of the vampire, um, which is really cool. So basically, uh, 12-team division, um, one of those 12 is the vampire. The other 11 get to actually uh, per- participate in the startup draft, put their team together, 20-round draft. Uh, the vampire gets one pick. When the uh, the 12th quarterback went off the board, the vampire gets to jump in, select a quarterback. And beyond that, the, the vampire gets absolutely nothing. Starts, uh, You get to put your team together from waivers after the draft, and then uh, you don't get rookie draft picks. Um, you can trade for them. Um, but uh, every time you win, every time you beat one of these teams, uh, you get to uh, feast, so to speak. You get to steal one of their players, take a bite into their neck as your power grows. And when a vampire finally wins this entire league, the, the era of darkness begins and the league ends. And, and, what a, what a great Gabe. wind up for something that's going to end <laughs> <Yeah>. so soon, <laughs> man. Spend all that time uh, explaining the league, setting the league up, you know, getting all I the know. rules out to everyone, organizing things. <laughs> it's oh, tragedy. Oh, oh, Trader Joe, we're going to talk about it here in a second. <laughs> we're going to talk about this here in a second because you want it. We're going to start a second fight. This is fight number two for us tonight. So, uh, I think it came down to, was it Trubisky, uh, Lamar Jackson, and I don't even, it didn't really matter, the third one. Um, Matt Ryan. I think. Yeah, yeah, Matt Ryan. Um, so Matt Ryan wouldn't have been bad either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, I think a lot of a lot of people associate me with my Lamar Jackson love. Um, That's not what I, I associate you with. What do you associate me? I with? associate you with being wrong about good, freaking everything. Good quarterback calls. Jackson. Good quarterback calls. Gotcha. Other than Lamar Jackson. Well, and 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 Ryan Tannehill taking over for Mariota. We can get into that later. Uh, Mahomes oh, last year. Can put that on your <laughs> resume. Cool. Um, <laughs> obviously, I was the one that I, I I didn't I pounded the table for Lamar Jackson, but apparently I didn't fight hard enough. No. Because John and James decided that no, Mitchell Trubisky's the guy because he's going to take another step forward with Matt Nagy, and he's also got the running ability. And John, you want to tell me why you didn't like Lamar Jackson? Uh, because this is a long-term proposition. Okay. This, uh, in theory, I mean, we we did the Vampire League last year. Uh, it didn't it it folded because we lost one of our three vampires, but. Uh, 
I mean, between the three vampires last year, there was one win. So we felt like this is going to take several years to build this up. We need a quarterback who's going to be around for us all the way through until we're actually ready to start winning some games. I mean, lo and behold, we've already won two games, even with Mitchell Trubisky, by the way. Uh, open bar has apparently won four. I didn't realize that you guys mm-hmm. won that many already. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And we just... The playoffs, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> we, <laughs> we just barely lost this week, by the way, by uh, about a fifth of a point. So we're still waiting for that stat correction. But uh, I, there have been a lot of vampire wins this year, which was totally unexpected. But uh, So the idea was that we want a quarterback who's going to be around for a while while we try and build this thing up, uh, which means we don't want a running quarterback who is going to be an, <laughs> an injury risk going forward, especially when you tried to sell us on the idea that his floor, quote unquote, his floor is a thousand yards rushing. Uh, what is he on pace for right now? I have no idea. That's not his floor. Uh, excuse me. What's it, What's he on pace for right now? I don't, I don't, I told you, I don't know, but that doesn't matter. That's no, not, no, no, it's not his floor. Oh, it is though. No, it's not. So, so he has, uh, I apologize. I have to go down to the, I have to look stuff up here. 576 yards in seven games. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to, you want to guess what he's on pace for? No, I really don't. I, <laughs> I mean, that sounds like, sounds like math and that's not what I'm here for. You, you, I, I think you really want to guess what he's on pace for. I, I, he's on on pace for his ceiling. How about that? He's on pace for over thirteen hundred yards. Yeah, that's on the like ground. A, that sounds like a nice ceiling for sure. Okay, let's look at what he <laughs> what, what he did last year. Guess what he was on pace for last year in games that he started. What did he actually do? We did uh, 695 and seven or total. Now I would have to subscribe, uh, subtract. So here, well, I think it was 79 yards per game in the seven, in the six game or seven games he started. Mm-hmm. Somewhere Peter Howard is uh, <laughs> just beaming with pride as you crunch numbers. 12, he, that, he was on pace for over 1200 last year. Uh-huh. <laughs> so which one's his floor? Uh, I mean, at this point, his floor is 695, I guess. Oh, in, in six games, though. Or in seven okay. games, though. Okay. That's the worst that he's done so far. That's his floor. I mean, you're trying you're trying to manipulate to, to manipulate words here. But here's the funny thing. Which one of those two quarterbacks we're talking about got injured? Oh yeah, Trubisky did get injured. I mean, that's that's not what we're talking. We're not talking about how, how many how many injury. starter how many starters that started the season are injured right now, or have gotten injured at, at one point this season. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would say know, I would like, say about half. If it. you know, just say it. I don't, I don't know. know. I actually don't know. But I would well, say okay, about ha- at double digit teams. Okay. Okay, but are do, they going to come know who, back? Do you know who's not involved in that or who wasn't injured this season? I or know that been? Lamar Jackson has not been injured yet. I get that. That is immaterial. <laughs> that does not much matter here. Stupid Stompy. <laughs> stompy face. I love it. 
don't know, man. <laughs> you're you're honestly gonna argue that a, a quarterback who's gonna take off and run, you know, double digits every single game is is gonna have a longer career than Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes has missed time with injury here already. Yep, yes. And Lamar Jackson's gonna have a longer career. I'm not saying he's gonna have a longer career. Who the that's hell what is you're saying though? That's who, exactly, I am that's, not what, that's I'm what not you're saying. trying to argue here. I am not you're, trying to argue that. The you're trying to is... argue that that Lamar Jackson without an injury history is safer than Pat Mahomes. And I did not. That is, you are manipulating words yet again here, trying to manipulate what I'm trying to say. All I'm saying is guess who's not injured, who hasn't been injured. And guess what? We're not playing dynasty fantasy football for 20 goddamn years. We might, it might take that. No, it will not. You said we're home league, Stompy. Only because. Uh, God. Only because only because open bar is going to close us down after one year. That's do you remember what I, that was coming. Do you remember what we've won? We've won two games with Mitchell Trubisky as our starting quarterback. Yeah, so it's a good pick. Oh, <laughs> we won two games. Did you just say that show was a good pick? Apparently, we won more games just by ourselves. You see, you and see, three the, vampires you see the combined. I'm dealing with this is the stuff I deal with weekly. <laughs> oh my god so all right so i neutralized stompy for you didn't neutralize me this is not you did not you know you've lost this argument <laughs> I, I don't i don't believe that at all i don't i don't just see to, just to give you guys a uh one of those uh what they call them water breaks uh <laughs> yep. real quick thank you so in in the open bar division um we we too uh, likely, I guess, made up mistake at quarterback uh, to, with our with our picket quarterback taking uh, uh, one one uh, Cam Scam Oof. Newton, uh, who has contributed squat to our team this season. However, uh, our overall strategy of just loading up on tight ends <laughs> in this heavy tight end premium. Uh, has paid absolute dividends. Darren Waller, hello, what's up, big fella? Uh, Apparently, didn't, people didn't want to listen to us when we were saying Darren Waller is a 6'5", 250 pound tight end who can run a four four forty. He's a monster of a person. But Pick but him. you do but you do realize that when you ask people that specifically in the preseason, you're, you're asking them to buy the randomness that they saw on Hard Knocks and the fact that it's the Raiders. Like, I mean, and I think I get that, but at the time, I think he was at he was in like he was like the twentieth tight end taken off the board. So you were getting him in double digit, uh, double digit rounds when you were picking, and it's not like that is much of a risk. It was really a low risk, high reward pick if you picked him. Um, this and is if a twenty round draft too, and it's tight end premium. I mean. I, I even though it's super flex, I still I, the points they score, tight end score. I think it's easily worth a shot. You know. Um, speaking of tight ends, can, I want to play a quick a quick game. Let's play a quick game. Uh, <laughs> you guys are gonna hate this, and I'm gonna be excited <laughs> for it. Uh, <laughs> this is gonna be uh, th- these are tight ends in points per game who are in the top twelve. Tight ends, points per game, top 12. I'm going to say a name. You simply say either yes, he's in the top 12 points per game, or no, he's not. All right? Oh, wow. 
Top 12 points per game. Eric Ebron. No. No. Oh, I know he's just right there. <laughs> no. <laughs> Correct. Eric, Eric Ebron, 8.2 points per game. It puts him at 15th. I bet you I can I bet you I can actually double up on this and get extra credit and tell you where these guys are placing. I have to study this literally every week. So Okay. Uh uh Jacksonville's James O'Shaughnessy. Well no. On a per game he, basis. He only got to, yeah, he only got to play what five, six. He's played in five games. Five, yeah. Is he yep, five games? James I think he is. O'Sh- Oshag Hennessy. I think he's back in, so yes. On the five games, yeah. Because he had like three straight with touchdowns, I believe. Okay. Hogue, what you got? I'm saying no. Okay. James O'Shaughnessy, tight end, 14 uh, in points per game, Uh, (laughs) 8.3. We'll keep it moving here. Greg Olson. Are you just going Carolina's 15, Greg, 14, 13, J. Mike? Carolina's <laughs> Greg Olson. I'm going to say no. Club or been, nah. No, he's been bad the last few weeks. Yeah, I'm saying no. Yeah, he put up a dud last week. By, eh, sure, yes, I don't care. <laughs> Greg Olson, your 11th overall tight end. Really? 9.3 oh, wow. points ah, per game. <laughs> you guys have a podcast? My goodness. Uh, I got a couple more names here. TJ Hawkinson. No. No. Unless he's riding that one, that first game where he scored like like 80 touchdowns. I think he's tied in 17 right now. Yeah, I'll say no. Uh, You guys are correct. Tied in 16 on the season. Uh, Last name here. I'm going to throw you guys for a loop here. Mr. Darren. Fells, yes, yes, tight end, yes, yes, got it. Had a huge few weeks. Tight end, ten on the season points per game. Gross. Uh, so for those scoring at home, uh, the names right now uh, <laughs> that that you probably did not anticipate being tight end ones, uh, perhaps a Darren Waller. Hello, uh, Austin Hooper is the tight end one on the season. Hello, uh, skip all the way down here to Will Big Montana Disley. Uh, who was eight on the season in points per game after before he was hurt? Uh, Darren Fells out of nowhere. Uh, Jason Witten back from the MNF booth grave, uh, along with a bunch of names kind of hovering there. Your your Ger- Gerald Everett, Eric Ebron, T.J. Hawkinson, Jimmy Graham, who we can't start correctly ever. Uh, anytime we start him, he does garbage. He finally <laughs> saved our ass though. <laughs> For once, we exactly. literally needed a catch from him. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I, I just find I find tight end really interesting this year because, uh, like, they're the ones that are scoring are like booming for you, like yeah. balling. Uh, and, and we usually, uh, what, we usually, I mean, what? What are these out. guys in in dynasty or reject whatever? Hooper, Waller, Andrews, Fells, uh, Disley, I guess Everett, Olson. Witten, like Graham, Ebron, like those guys, like all beyond, you know, round nine, ten, or whatever. Hooper might be a little higher in dynasty, I guess, but like, holy, holy cow. Uh, <laughs> just <laughs> it never matters. It just never matters. Even, even like the Zach Ertz isn't certainly holding up to his 
uh, draft value and, and Kittle either. I think Kelsey is the only one that's relatively close, but still not even worth it. Yeah. What a wasteland. Just, just, you have to make it a premium. It, it has to come to that. Like with, and maybe even the, and the two tight end league is, is interesting to me. Um, or, or even just another, like a super flex, but a super tight end flex kind of thing. And, and where there's a premium for, um, uh, tight ends. So, you know, much like this family where we're just stacking tight ends, but I've God, been, uh, I, I've been playing in, um, a couple super flex tiered PPR. Like I think it, I think the, um, dino diagnostic, uh, listeners league is 0.5 PPR for RB one PPR for wide receiver and 1.5 for a tight end. And I think that levels the playing field a little bit for, tight end but then you also have the super flex portion of it where quarterbacks actually matter um, and i think that kind of levels everything out in terms of every position yeah I, and, and that's um friend friend of the pod john bosch um he he, he often talks about the <laughs> as you would say uh, stompy the erroneous you got uh, to do it like fans. You got to do it like uh, Vince Vaughn. Erroneous, erroneous yeah. on both counts. <laughs> the he, he often talks about how, how erroneous that is for uh, for tiny and premium. But the say what? I said he still didn't do it. Give him some energy. Come on. My got? bad. Erroneous. Ah. <laughs> All right. I got kids. I got kids sleeping, man. My bad. Uh, so the <laughs> the and I'm just curious. What what do you guys think in leagues? Uh, if you're either in a startup or about to do a startup, um, what kind of premium? I'm just curious your thoughts. What premium is too either too much or what makes sense? Like, do we need to start multiple tight ends to make it work? Or is it a case where like in trade addict six, shout out to Russ and Brian. Uh, I think this 1.75 uh, points per reception for tight ends in that league. Uh, what makes sense? Because in that league, definitely tight ends make a huge difference. Uh, but but what? I don't know. And and this isn't something that we've got to go deep into, but I'm just curious when we talk about tight end premium, like what actually makes sense for leagues? I don't know that you need one necessarily to be honest. It, I mean, it's yeah. a little bit dependent on, on the season, obviously. I mean, the last few seasons have been pretty bad at tight ends. Like you've got to give them some kind of boost. Um, but this season, I mean, and we're seeing it, you know, in this vampire league where, the vampire or the the tight ends really have kind of the highest floor, uh, especially when you get into the kind of the flex range of wide receivers. I mean, we we can generally see it coming with the tight ends better than with the wide receivers, um, and they they just give you, like I said, that safer floor to a point where, you know, a lot of times even in straight PPR, I've got some leagues where I'm I'm flexing a tight end. Um, even though I, you know, I've got reasonable options at wide receiver guys like Auden Tate, and I'm still flexing, um, you know, Jonu Smith this past week was, was a much better start for me. Um, so, you know, it's, it's been pretty consistent, I guess if, if, you know, and we, we don't know that it's going to be that way every single season. So maybe the way to go is actually a second tight end position. 
Um, but I, I don't know that you necessarily need to give them a boost. The thing is, is w- when you start two of the same position, it makes more sense with quarterbacks because they score a lot of points and there's not, there's not a huge difference, like huge, huge difference from QB one to QB 20 in comparison to tight end one and tight end 20 that mm-hmm. like that, that difference is just so massive. So, I mean, you, you can, you can award the points, I suppose, and, and get it higher. But I mean, I'm still looking at this, uh, the, the top 50 or so in, um, in your premium there, uh, Hogue for the vamps. And I mean, there's about five or six tight ends in the top 50, yeah. which, you know, is still not a lot. And, you know, it's, it's just heavily littered with QBs everywhere, of course, but, um, then, uh, running backs and wide receivers pretty equally, I would think. So it's just, you can give them all the points you want, but I like, I, whoever said it that no tight ends, like that's, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so sorry, tight ends. <laughs> well, and I think the the way the league is shifting now, I mean, if you look at those tight ends, a lot of them are moved tight ends. I mean, Travis Kelsey is largely a moved tr- tight end. Mark Andrews, Evan Ingram, George. I mean, George Kittle can play, do blocks well on his end line. Um, but I, I think Austin Hooper is more of a move. Maybe not. Darren Waller is definitely a move tight end. Um, so it's becoming where – basically you're getting these big fast tight ends and they're being more involved in the pass game. So while maybe right now it's not a great position and you do need those premiums, maybe in the future um, as more and more tight ends become more and more relevant, um, then you can take the premium off of those tight ends. The, and, and I'm really curious, specifically in those leagues where it is a premium, um, why why more people don't employ like a just a tight end heavy strategy, <laughs> right? So uh, even even though, like you just said, Gabe, you said five of the top fifty were tight ends. Is that what mm-hmm. you said? Yeah, and overall okay. points. So even yeah, in, in, even in those instances where those where those guys are getting the heavy duty work, like that's at least like money in the bank that you can probably count on even though they're not like killing it so as opposed to throwing darts at like wide receiver fives and whatever else like why wouldn't you just go for broke on tight end in those in those instances i'm just curious i mean we are i'm not not for you no, that's not reception, but I, I know that tight ends seem to do pretty well on the point um, per first down. So people went heavily on tight ends in, in that format as well. And maybe that's part of the formula to make it uh, more equal across the board. Hmm. All right. I can dig that. I can dig that. And that'll do it for Vamping. The God, oh, bye. Good night. Yeah. All right. right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, boy. So we, uh, we, speaking of tight ends, we took Austin Hooper from our opponent. Um, nice. So happy. <laughs> Just so happy. We were, we were point. Was it point three points away from another win, and we could have gotten one of Deshaun Watson, 
uh, now I have to look, but I mean, we could have gotten like huge because so we our first win we got Dak we took Dak, um, and then our second when we took Leonard Fournette because Zeke was blocked um, with their first, and then with this this latest one, um, and we're we're really hoping for a um, for a stat correction here for anybody really because all we need is that point three points. Um. Kyler Murray and Deshaun Watson, DJ Moore, Chris Godwin. Yep. Travis Kelsey. So, yeah, I mean, it would have been Kelsey, Godwin, or Deshaun Watson. It probably would have been Kelsey. Uh, well, probably more Kelsey or Deshaun Watson. I don't really know. Um, so, if, if we get if we get that stat correction and get one of those, pff, we're going to be on the fast track. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, let me ask you this, uh, John, and this is a, just a full on pivot from a lot of what we were just talking about. John Hogue, um, trade attic six. Uh, I, I'm not really a, I'm not really a trade and trade and tail kiss and tail kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, um, uh, I've got my eyes on an Amari Cooper that you've got, uh, that, that I'm not sure you have much use for this season. And, um, just want to be able to figure out. I don't know if we can get some, you know, live live action schmoozing here that I can, I can wine you, dine you, maybe maybe scoop Cooper off your hands here. Uh, not not that you've got to give me an answer right now, um, but I kind of want to rub this in the face of the chat if we if we can make this happen at some point. Uh, maybe have Stompy tilt for no good reason. Yeah. <laughs> in the event in in the event that we could work something out in TA six. So I'm sure um, we can. No one, no one is untouchable with the possible exception of my draft pick. Uh that now that it's it's back home, uh nice and safe, I can guide <laughs> it all the way to 1.01. <laughs> so 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 and, and that begs two questions. One, um, and, and Gabe, I, I definitely want to hear what you have to say about this. What is so we've got Amari Cooper coming back. He's been hurt, but obviously he's been very good when when playing this season. Uh one. Don't yeah, don't bench Amari Cooper. Whatever you do, um, what's the general price right now? If I'm if I'm trying to schmooze Hogue uh, in, into Amari Cooper, uh, I believe I probably have the assets to get this done. Not probably, I do. I definitely do. Uh, what, what what's what's the general price on Amari Cooper right now? Uh, wide receiver one in Dallas. Uh, he is. Uh, I didn't. I don't. I'll look up his numbers here in a second, but. Uh, he, is he under contract for next season, or he's not under contract for next season? Ooh, don't believe he is. Eight I don't think he is. I don't. Th- <laughs> he, he's <laughs> not. He's not. Yeah. Okay. So not under contract yet because apparently he's at the back of the back of the line there of Jerry World. Uh, Zeke was first. We'll we'll see about what happens with Dak or whatnot. Uh, what's what's a price to pay, or what's what do you think you'd want for Amari Cooper if you're selling him? What's his just general value? Wide receiver five, by the way, in points per game this season, uh, right behind Mike Thomas, Godwin, Cup, and Evans. Well, now you now we wish that James was here because James is the Amari uh, Cooper hater. <laughs> <laughs> um, goddamn! Just for a little context, too, I'm in total rebuild mode. Like I said, my pick is easily going to be one point oh one, especially now that I control that. So. Um, Not if you keep putting Cooper out there, man. You're gonna have to trade him here. Well, it's it's no, he's got no choice. One on one, it's it's bad, man. 
No disrespect, Hogue. Yeah, <laughs> no, you, no. you, <laughs> you got one on one it's, offline. It, it's by design at this point. Yeah, I mean, right, Sa- right. Saquon got traded. Uh, Aaron Jones got traded. Uh, yeah, right now. Uh, so this week I started both Oakland running backs. And it's not, it wasn't Josh Jacobs. I, I don't own Josh Jacobs. <laughs> so you started two uh, Oakland running backs as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jalen Richard and DeAndre Washington were, and, and that wasn't, I mean, this, this is totally above board too. This wasn't me. That wasn't a tank move. That's legitimately my best running backs this week. That was the, the best I could put out there at running back. Is this is this true from FF Trader Joe in the so-called chat? TA is a lottery for 101 to 106. Ew. Yeah, probably. Oh. <laughs> Are you scared now? How many how many first do you have? So I've got three. Two of them look like they're tracking for uh that top six range. So so yeah, I'm 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 still good with that. But is it is it like it NBA weighted, lottery? Though. Yeah, NBA though, lottery. Right. Yeah, I mean, well, I think screw that up. Yeah, is that true? I, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, now you're I mean, everything that's going on. <laughs> I mean, it, it, unless Dynasty Outhouse is gonna is gonna freeze a, a ping pong ball on me, that's the only way because I'm gonna have all the other the rest of the ping pong balls in that thing. Um, do you, oh, it is weighted. Um, FF trader Joe does confirm that it is weighted in the chat. Come in live to the open bar every Tuesday at nine 30 Eastern ish. Come into the YouTube live chat. Uh, get answers quick. Just like that about leagues that you're in people <laughs> on <laughs> Twitter. Or we don't even you know, know what I'm on rules on, whatever. <laughs> now I know that, I know that Joe, I, I don't remember which league. I think Joe's in TA three. But the thing is, in as I'm looking at these bylaws here, uh, it says the draft order for the rookie draft will be decided by reverse order of standings at the end of the fantasy regular season and opposite order of playoff finish for the good teams. So it doesn't say anything about a lottery or uh, anything of that nature. So I don't know if um, if they change that up basically for later trade addicts leagues, but. Uh, according to this, it does not look like there's any sort of lottery. So you might be safe, Hope. We'll have to nice. we'll have to clear that up with Russ. We have to clear it up with FF Trader Joe because he's now he's saying now he's saying TA3. Yes, that that is true. Okay, who's the real commission of these leagues? And how, what is Trader Joe is in all of these people's pockets? Trader Joe's everywhere, bro. <laughs> Trader Joe's everywhere. He's a man. FF, yeah. steal your girl. Uh, look him up. Actually, don't look him up. FF, steal your league, bro. FF, steal your league. Yeah, back to Amari. I don't want to leave this. What's Amari's value now? Can, will you take two first for Amari? No, the bag. What's the bag look like? He's going to be – if he keeps this up as a t- – this is what people wanted. And, and this is where he was being drafted. Right two, three years ago in top 10 of dynasty leagues. And that's where he's heading. If he has a top five season, even probably a top 10 season, he's going to be back. He's already, I, I just look uh, 17, 18, 19, somewhere around there. And he's going to climb in November, December, ADP. He'll be up there. I'm not, and I'm not, so I'm not selling now. So yeah, you can maybe buy for two first. Now, J Mike, go ahead and get that from Hogue. And then, 
I, I heard that, by the way. All of that. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> so it's got to be at least two for, I mean, especially if you're selling a young wide receiver, right? And he, I mean, he's relatively young still. And I guess it is super flex, so you can take that into consideration. But How old is in, in trade addicts? That is. Mark Cooper's only 25 still. So yeah, I mean insane. for a rebuild, if you're if you're um trading away a wide receiver, it's gotta be at least two first, right? Well, in, in and the likely, other problem, and likely like a prospect or something, like somebody else who's young and pretty decent. Yeah, that's the thing. You've got to get I, I have to get a, a wide receiver in return here. Uh, <laughs> I, <have>. <laughs> <laughs> the, I I'm not going to tell everyone else what they have to do, but I, I for me, because, I mean, it, it's fun loading up on draft picks. At the, at the moment, I've got something like I've got three firsts, two seconds, and three thirds or something like that. It's So that's all good, but the problem is that's not really going to do a whole lot for my rebuild. I mean, I'm just going to end up with a bunch of running backs in the draft, and then (laughs) (laughs) they can stomp these dreams. Yeah, you are. (laughs) No, I mean, and and I'm going to feel like I'm still in a rebuild. Don't get it wrong, though. I mean, this wide receiver class, and I don't know if Zach is still in the chat or not, but this wide receiver class is still is also extremely deep. Like the running backs, the running backs are extremely good, and. They overshadow the wide receivers, but when you take into consideration Jerry Judy, Colin Johnson, Ty Johnson, uh, Brian Edwards, um, and I, I'm blanking on names now, but I'm and I know I'm missing a ton of good wide receivers. Yeah. You can still you can still get wide receivers in the draft. You're just not probably going to compete until the following season. That's the thing, yeah. But the running backs are going to be ready right, right away. Wide right receivers now, yep. aren't going to be ready for a year or two. So, you know, it, it just creates this inefficiency on your roster that it, it, it would just keep me in a perpetual rebuild if I don't start putting together some some young wide receivers to build around. Those draft picks are just kind of lost on me. I So what I like to do when I'm rebuilding is actually – trade everything for picks and then once people start to get like that rookie fever and that hype then i start trading away those picks for players um and that my rebuilds only last a year because of that so that's a recommendation for you as well as if i mean you how many firsts you said you had two three firsts three multiple seconds multiple thirds yeah see i would do it that if you have a do you have good qbs i'm not looking at your uh, I've got Marcus Mariota. No, so I have uh Daniel Jones, uh, Kyle Allen, and I'm waiting for Cam Newton to get back. Wow. You, you, you have a team with Cam Newton. I'm, I'm low key shocked by that. Actually. That's not great. <laughs> Those are not great quarterbacks. It's fine. It's fine. It's, uh, it's, that, it's fine. That gift with the fire all around. Yeah, that's, <laughs> just, that's the first thing I thought. <laughs> Everything's fine. Oh, fine. <laughs> Your skin's melting off. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, that league for me has been from the beginning. I mean, so I it, at the very beginning of the startup, I traded my entire draft to Bill Latin for his entire draft at 101. Uh, plus, I gave up my first and I think my second, and I got him back later, but I traded all that just so I could get Saquon Barkley. Everybody who listens to Superflex Super Show knows that 
I had no interest in Saquon Barkley. I have no interest, especially in a super flex league like that. I have no interest in running backs until everything else is put together. But I just wanted to see how it feels to have Saquon Barkley on your roster. And admittedly, it was it was something for sure. But now here I am in total rebuild mode. <laughs> I had to sell Saquon Barkley by week five. And but now with all those draft picks, now I get to see what rookie fever feels like and go make those draft picks and then rebuild again next year. Trade them all away for more picks. So you just gotta embrace those running backs, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then you have to be like me and understand uh, how good some some quarterbacks are than others. <clears throat> Lamar Jackson, okay. Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> and and pick those guys later, and not Marcus Mariota. Okay, okay. I I missed out on Aaron Rodgers because I traded over that out of that ten pick where I absolutely would have took him, and he didn't fall to me at my second pick. So yeah, that just that ruined my entire draft, and I was scrambling. I just, I just, I, I found it hilarious that you of all people, all summer long, all forever, as long as I've known your voice and 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 been able to chop it up with you, um, the, the fragility of the running back position. Yep, I finally get in the league with you, and what do you do? <laughs> Trade on Barkley in the startup, and <laughs> I'm just. To, to kind of watch you, like, not even get through the season, but just be like, no, I'm not doing this. <laughs> just, <laughs> no, we're, we're done. Uh, that's, that's one of the more hilarious things that's ever happened in my life. <laughs> so, it, it, I mean, it was, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was like taking a Viagra. And, I mean, it, it was the same effect <laughs> immediately, and it lasted all of four hours. About four weeks. <laughs> oh, <boy>. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and then, and then it wore off and I was like, what have I done? I like, this is just now, now I have to go back to a, a life of impotence. Yeah, Holy you, shit. You are pretty impotent. Yes. <laughs> that was a very, um, yeah, John, I feel, I don't know if this is like, you're pulling that one up for you, man. Yeah. I don't know if you're pulling this out of real life or what, like that, that felt too, too specific. Yeah. Yeah. So this is happening. This uh, is happening. Okay. Voter <laughs> alert. All right. So when John so, rode so with the Viagra. Hey, John's going There you rogue. go. John Hogue going rogue. There you go. You hey. got your uh, rhyme. There's your bar. Yeah. There it is. There's your bar. <laughs> yeah. So, so Amari Cooper. Um, well, well, let me ask you guys this just in, in terms of where people are finishing right now in terms of their production. Uh, who would you rather have, Amari Cooper or Cooper Cup? Cup. Oh. Dynasty. Cup. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't you take Cooper Cup? Shut up, Gabe. Oh <laughs> You're just getting proved wrong. <laughs> is it Get me the fuck out of here. This is <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I have to know, Jay. Did you do that on purpose? He was the first name that I did on purpose, yes. Okay. Uh, <sighs> yes. Hogue, Ho, what do you say? Uh, I th- I think I'm going to stick with Samari. Okay. The Don't you want to ask Gabe? Me? Go ahead, Gabe. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> we already know that answer there, Gabe. I will say this. We have 
we do have one episode of the open bar that was named after Cooper Cup. We do not have any Amari Cooper <laughs> named episodes. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, and and I'm not going to say that you normally name the episodes. I'm not going to say that that's your choice. Typically, uh, I'm not going to act like that. But, uh, th- you know, those are the facts uh, as currently as currently listed today, October 29th, uh, the, the last Tuesday of October. Don't, look, don't you look at me with that face. Don't don't you give me that look of of, of just utter uh, utter frustration and get the f out of here. I don't I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> You're looking at me with that disappointed look that a father gives his son. Uh, my father never gave me that look because he wasn't around. That. But <laughs> oh my god! But that's that's what I see right now. I'm gonna have to make a spiteful uh, title. Yeah. Now this is named <laughs> Amari Cooper. Just there, you have to just Amari Mike Cooper. Cooper. It won't even. It won't even have the hashtag in the front. It's just gonna be named Amari. Amari. Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might all just oh, be named Amari Cooper until I say otherwise. Amari Cooper one. Amari Cooper two. <laughs> Bill McCarthy uh, with the elbow drop from the top rope right here. Uh, this is this is pretty perfect. Uh, there it is. <laughs> Last week of October, I'm all right. <laughs> well done, well done, Bill. <laughs> That's good. And appreciate that very well. Very well done. Right. Um, well, you're, oh, you're gonna have some 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 disgusting. news here coming in your inbox, John. I'm just gonna throw that out there now. Nice. Could do this on air. So we have we have a couple um, trades to consider for that vampire league uh, here. Do you uh, talk about you, it. You offered them, or you they were offered to you. I they were we were offered one, and I I kind of shifted it around and offered two back. Um, so we we picked up the stash, the stash, and if anybody doesn't know who that is, Shuval, get out. Um, but we picked up the stash with all of our blind bid money, uh, after week one, obviously, um, (laughs) um, and he has actually helped lead us to a couple wins, but, um, we now have Ryan Finley because we talked about this last week that Andy or on, on Superflex super show that Andy Dalton is probably not long for this world in terms of the NFL world. Not, he's not going to die. It's okay. Everybody. Um, did you, hold on. Did you just say Shandy Dalton? Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Oh, you didn't No, I okay, did. Well, oh, that's a great name. Carry on. <laughs> um, so we picked up Ryan Finley. We have Kyle Allen. We have Dak. We have Trubisky. I'm just going to let you stew in that for a little bit. <laughs> God damn it. Just so dumb. Um, and then, and then uh, we have, we have Gardner Minshew. And so we have five starting quarterbacks right now uh, looking to sell. Uh, somebody just offered us DJ Chark and a second next season for Gardner Minshew, um, which is very interesting because we do need help at wide receiver. Um, I, went back and did um, DJ Chark and Gerald Everett for Gardner Minshew or Amari Cooper for Gardner Minshew just to see if he would bite on that. 
I think that that's the end of my story. You guys can comment. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. That's the end of my story. <laughs> hard to hard to comment on a on a trade involving Shark when you you know you just draft him on your team and just kind of have him starting every week. Fair enough. Top ten wide receiver. <laughs> just fine. I mean that was out of your control. Yeah. So okay, but really, what is it? So it's it's Shark what? in a second for. Wow, so that was the original like talked about offer, but I did Shark and Gerald Everett. Okay. Um, obviously, tight end premium can never get enough of tight ends, as we talked about, or Amari Cooper for Gardner mm-hmm. Minshew. I don't think that Amari Cooper one's going to fly, but I went oh, for you it. Have, you have Shark. No, no, no. It, oh, you're we're trading Gardner Minshew for Shark. Possibly. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I like it. Yeah, me too. Uh, John, especially you with like that, you. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm good with that. I, it, sorry, I'm still stuck on Shandy, Shandy Dalton. It's, so <laughs> it's like so funny. It's like a, a trailer park girl. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> not an NFL quarterback. Well, he's not an NFL quarterback. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, run run around the corner real quick. I'm gonna holler at Shandy real quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, Shandy. Shandy. Hey, yo, Shandy. That just reminds me of that song what, from the 90s or early 2000s. Shaniqua don't live here no more. No more. <laughs> Shandy, if you don't get the fuck out my apartment right now. <laughs> and why does she always have a Kool Aid mustache? Oh, man. <laughs> Them orange, uh, orange flaming hot Cheetos on her fingertips. Uh, just, just, just wrong. Shandy wrong. You, you wrong. Um, we we tried to send out a trade for one of your boys, Stompy. Uh, and by one of your boys, I mean a guy that I think that you hate, but uh, he does play for your favorite team. We we we've got a trade out there trying to get Drew Locke. Um, we're, we're trying to no, get- no 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 no. I don't hate him. <laughs> John hates him. Okay, sorry. Yes. Uh, so so we've got Mason Rudolph, and we're trying to trade Mason Rudolph for Drew Locke uh, and a second next year. Um, uh, no, nah, I think that's <laughs> – Did that give you uh, any suggestion? Riveting trades. Well, <laughs> I, I, I think that it works just because the second is probably uh, the most valuable piece in that entire trade. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously, Drew Locke's going to be horrible. But, I mean, w- what's Mason Rudolph at this point? I, you know, rest of the year, but beyond, who who knows? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's tough. It, it depends on what you are trying to go for, right? So, with Mason Rudolph, you get a starter for the rest of the season. Um, yeah, certainly a starter of sorts. Yeah, well, in, in I mean – I understand where you're going from, but or coming from. I mean, who are your other uh, QBs right now? Is I guess a better question. Goff, Brissett, Newton. Okay. And We're comfortable, you know. I mean, Goff. after after this Goff buy, we can ride out Brissett and Goff for the rest of the season. And you know, the rule in Superflex, you can never have enough QBs, brother. <laughs> Correct. But- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, we'll see. We'll see about it. Yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily agree with John that he's going to be awful, but yeah, he's gonna. He's 
John, so John's also not very good at evaluating quarterbacks. So, <laughs> John Elway? No, 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 no. you, you. I'm, I, I'm fine. <laughs> You're mediocre at best. I'm on. T- I was all <laughs> over Aaron Rodgers. You were all over Aaron Rodgers. How many years ago? No, you were not. Yeah, I was. That's all Get I talked about. I drafted him at 1.01 last year in the Scott Fishbowl. 1.02 well, this that's, year that's in the Scott Fishbowl. That, well, you were very wrong the first six weeks of the season. But am I wrong now? Hey, I'm. I'm. Jerry's still out for me. No, it's not. He's no. He, it is. He's right back on track. We're good. We'll see. Uh, but, not, not to steer. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tom. No, no, it's fine. John, just John is wrong. It's fine. You're the worst. Uh, just, just gonna throw it out there. I did. I did send the trade over to 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 dear old Rogue Hogue here. Nice. Um, we'll see uh, if because if if Rogue Hogue I, takes this, Rogue Hogue is gonna have five 2021sts if he takes this pick. If he takes this deal. Ooh. Um. Uh, are, <laughs> oh man, that's a tough one. So yeah, so we're looking at uh, two twenty twenty first and Preston Williams. Hey, uh, and I love Preston Williams, CSU boy. Uh, went to went to college about an hour from where I live. Where um, I grew you up, me, you see me tugging at your heartstrings. You yep, see me. did that on purpose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's uh, that's uh, playing this, the psychological side of this game for 100%. sure. Uh, 100%. The problem is those two firsts you're offering me look like they could be possibly the two last picks of this uh, entire draft. So that makes it pretty tough. Mm. I don't know that I can do that. Okay. But okay. where 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 do you evaluate Preston Williams? Just out of curiosity, uh, I think that third is probably about right. Yeah, um, yeah, that twenty twenty third for Preston Williams that that feels like about uh, like pretty good value. Um, what happens when he gets Tua next year? Ooh, I don't know. I I'm I, I'm not totally sold on Tua. I know that's going to okay. be what happens. What happens if he gets but... Joe Burrow next year, or who mm. whoever you are sold on, like because 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 they could be a lot of fun, or at least he could. I think. Anyway, sorry, I'm no, just dreaming definitely. for you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. It it's it. Yeah, it, it it's tough. I mean, they they still have a lot of guys that that I like a lot. I mean, Albert Wilson is still there, and and finally healthy and got in the end zone this week um you know mike jasicki breakout could come in 2020 um i don't know there's there's just a a lot to there's a lot of unknown on that dolphins roster at this point uh stompy real quick um how's that albert wilson um singlet going for you uh you got that made yet or i don't let me look for it okay let me uh search for this uh we'll we'll okay. te- is it it's a teal right <laughs> mm-hmm. i thought it was called like a aqua aqua something but i don't know all right well, uh well, miami <laughs> dolphins wrestling singlet 
What uh? And what was this one again? Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember. I remember seeing something about it, but I can't remember. I uh. that I tried to forget. Have you, ever, singlet, but. have you ever listened to a podcast, Gabe, and like something starts happening, and it, it's li literally like the the uh, audio embodiment of a train wreck as you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> so what he's about to tell you yeah. is literally what happened one day. And I was listening. I was like, he cannot be serious. He's about to say this. Oh, my gosh. He said this. Anyway, go ahead, Stompy. Listen, I didn't think. And I don't think. Well, maybe you said it. You said it. I know I did. But I didn't think that the Miami Dolphins were going to be that bad. Uh, <laughs> regardless, I predicted that Albert Wilson would be a top 24 wide receiver this season. Okay. With Liz, with and Liz Loza was on uh Dynasty Diagnostic with us and she was like I will I let's put a friendly bet wager on that because I I think she was one of the ones that saw that Miami's not going to be good at all. Um and she said I tell you what you have to wear a my or a Miami Dolphins colored singlet and eat a child's birthday cake. <laughs> If Albert Wilson is not a top twenty-four wide receiver, like like steal it from a child, like out from no no no, team. like get in one like one of, those, one of those smash cakes, those small smash cakes, and that's so random. I, so yeah, I agree. I agree. Where did that come from? Like, you gotta ask her, man. I don't know. Hmm. All right, well, so yeah, that's gonna happen. <laughs> man, it's that was that was real life, and I will do it. Just for everybody. Ooh, there's some good ones on here, J. Mike. Uh, I found share. one. Let's I found one. Let's take a peek. Screen share it. Come on. Can Need he that. do that? Can he do that? Or uh, do that? I don't know. Look, look at the bottom of your screen, Stompy. Do you have this the share screen option? Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to share audio. Mm -hmm. I'll share it. There we go. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, daddy. I don't look. I don't look nearly as good as that dude. But yeah, daddy. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's so gonna be me live on the open bar Tuesdays nine thirty <laughs> Eastern, just to show you a little sneak preview of. Uh, so I'll be. I'll be wearing that. Yeah, well, I'll be wearing that. To be fair, we're only halfway through the season. You know, the Dolphins already had their buy, so they kind of have. They got an extra, you know, little bump. So yeah. he could, he could just have, you know, Cooper cup numbers for the rest of the season and still Fair. be a top 24 wide receiver. Fair I'm, not, I'm not counting out Albert Wilson at this point. I am. He had one target on Monday night and it was for a touchdown. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> look at those. Look at all these. Put it on black, baby. Let's go. Oh, look at that one. Look at those, that junk. I can't. I, it's gone. Don't, don't screen share that one. Now it's just audio. Now, now, now they're really wondering. Now you, yes, you should be wondering. Yeah. Um. Man said, "Look at that junk." Junk. I got. A, I got a couple of clips from y'all tonight. Yeah, you know what I said before the show started was not while we were recording. 
However, I have two clips of you two tonight saying some very interesting things that I'm going to use in the future. So thank you for coming on to the open bar tonight. You're very welcome. Oh, nice. We got some drops, huh? Nice. Yeah. We need it. Need drops. We, I didn't I need to figure out how to do drops. Somebody needs to tell us how to do drops. I, I bet Trader Joe could tell us how to do that. Of course he can. He can do anything. He really can. If you, seriously, if y'all need anything, I don't even like anything. You've seen those trucks around town like we do anything. Or maybe that's just from my hometown with 8,000 people. There's literally trucks driving around with spray paint on the side of their 1982 Ford Ranger that says, we'll do anything. Um, there's probably a fantasy analogy somewhere in there. Um, I think that's Albert Wilson, actually. The, the spray paint on there that will do, I'll do anything to be a top 24. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's, I will do anything to make Albert Wilson a top 24. Yeah, yeah you would. Yeah, you would. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, so I thought of this since we're halfway through the season and, you know, you're talking about trades. I don't know if you're in playoff contention. Uh, J Mike, or if you're just good at fantasy football and you want Amari Cooper on your team, uh, just, but I'm wondering if there's any players out there that y'all are looking to acquire, um, possibly for a playoff run or on the flip, a player that, um, may be a bit cheaper now that you are, um, have high hopes for going into next year. Hmm. I like that. Uh, one for the stretch run. I, I'm going to get this one out real quick because uh, everyone's been floating this uh, of late. The The late season Jets schedule uh, is something to behold, apparently, uh, in terms of just just juicy matchups. The problem is the last two weeks of the regular season, or excuse me, last two weeks of your fantasy season, actually, 15 and 16, they've got the Ravens and Steelers. But uh, listen to this run of games they've got. Uh, the Jets are going to have the Dolphins, the Giants, the Washington professional football franchise, the Raiders, Bengals, and then the Dolphins again. That's beautiful. And then they end the season with the Ravens and Steelers, which is not great. But like somebody like Le'Veon Bell, um, since he's now going to be staying in <laughs> New York, um, the what are you doing Ugh. but yeah can, can you can you load up your can you load up your sam darnold can you load up your your casper the friendly ghosts uh against against that kind of stretch there what about ryan Tannehill? the best um, qb in it's, I mean, that's cheap. And if, if you need, listen, what's so, the schedule like? What's the yeah, schedule like? So, I mean, he's got Carolina next week, which Carolina has been awful lately. KC by week, Jacksonville, which I mean, obviously without Jalen Ramsey, not good. Uh, the Colts have not been the best. They've been okay. But then you have Oakland, Houston, weeks 14, 15, um, New Orleans in 16, and then Houston in 17. But that, Oakland Houston um, in the playoffs is is pretty juicy, and I mean, you, if you can get Tannehill for cheap, it's not a bad way to go. I especially if you're like streaming QBs. What would you What do you buy? What do you buy for? Pick wise. I mean, one QB. Well, whatever. No, there's no. Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, let's just uh, stay with Superflex. Yeah, I would say a second. 
Hey Stompy, yeah. I've got uh, Tannehill and TA six. If you uh, you got a second for your boy, I don't have a second because I've traded everybody away, trying to win that's, now. That's right. That's right. Never mind. Now I got Lamar. I got Lamar and Dak as my QB one and two. So I feel pretty good. Yeah, and Chris Carson. Electric playmaker. And Tyrell the Gazelle. And Tyrell. I people coming at me about that garbage. Tyrell caught another touchdown last week. Like I, I don't I don't know why people don't think he's worth a first right now. He is the wide receiver one for Oakland. This year, I think, is the issue that that's a lot of stock for something that is probably just a one-year gig. Hey, but still, uh, number 17 overall points per game, PPR. Hey, yeah. just saying. There's, there should certainly be some respect on his name, but um, I'm just <laughs> not exactly sure how much. Well, and by the way, I, I would spend more than a a single first for Chris Carson at this point. So it was two firsts for Carson and Tyrell Williams. I think Chris Carson's probably worth a, worth a first and a second, maybe two firsts at this point, just because of his last two seasons. And that means Tyrell is probably the discounted player there. I mean, probably worth a second or a late first at the very most. Yep. I feel you on that. Essentially, Ty- Chris Carson. Yeah. Tyrell, that's a decent little buy. Or Carson. Sorry, J. Mike, to – Put you off there, but some good buys mm-hmm. for a playoff run, probably. So actually, uh Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr., you gotta wait two more weeks. They've got two more horrible matchups. Uh, but then after that, it looks pretty nice down the stretch. Uh, yeah, Pitt- but Pittsburgh is a little tough, but then you've got you've got Miami, you've got Cincinnati, you've got Arizona, and then Baltimore in the fantasy championships, but they'll get you there, and then you figure it out <laughs> then you figure it out <laughs> well and that's when you get um somebody like Ryan Tannehill <laughs> uh Hardy Har Har Mr. Brian Har co-host of the Trade Addicts podcast he's joined the chat uh he he threw out Cortland Sutton if anyone is panicking uh um, anyone like, like that one bust some suttons hey uh, and then Trader Joe, Trader Joe threw out Ian Thomas for next year. Uh, when <laughs> if Sneaky. if Greg Olson finally uh, re- reclaims his, uh, or excuse me, reprises his role as the crypt keeper and tells from the crypt, uh, perhaps p- perhaps he can go ahead and, and and rest his weary bones while Ian Thomas takes over. Let's go trade for every tight end, J. Mike. Let's go. Tra- <laughs> this is the time. Now is the time. Let's do it. <laughs> Brian Har also says I'm looking to acquire Saquon Barkley. Uh, <laughs> they, 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 yeah. flash. Thanks for that. That's true. He is. <laughs> Appreciate that, Har. Thank you for the heads up. We had we had no idea. How about Geis? Are we going to give him another shot? Hey. We can, I mean, should we? I mean, you should really make those offers in week two or three or four. But here we are. So here we uh, are. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm glad you asked that because I want to know the price on guys. Go ahead, Ho. Go for it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, th- I think that he's going to be super cheap. That we, we kind of, we went. I wish that James Brain could have made it here tonight because we went around with him quite a bit this off season on Dalvin Cook. The fact that you know he had the knee injury and then there were kind of those residual injuries that that come with it. 
And I mean, he was, he was kind of trying to treat them all as individual injuries and it's, and it's not, it's all one big injury event. And once that's fully healed, you know, you don't really have to worry about re-injury necessarily, not any more than anybody else. And I think it's the same thing here with Darius Geis. I think that, you know, it's a lot of missed time for sure, but it's all one injury event. He's taking the time to get fully healed. And, you know, you're, you're going to get him at a hundred percent with very little mileage on the tires at this point. Um, and you're going to get him super cheap. So I, yeah, I think he's a buy right now. I, I absolutely agree. I mean, you may have to pay a first still, but if you can get him for a second, Yeah, if you can get him for a second, I'd be buying because he the thing is, he came out young like he it's not like he's an old running back. Um, He is 22 right now. He has basically no quote unquote wear on his tires, though. I mean, I guess getting two knee injuries definitely puts wear on those tires. Um, But he doesn't really have anybody to compete with him for touches. Bryce Love just had another knee surgery or is having another knee surgery. Uh, Chris Thompson's not in every down back. Adrian Peterson is, um, what, 34 at this point. So he's not long for the uh, league. So Geis looks like he's going to be a bell cow back sooner rather than later if he remains healthy. The and, and in the chat, the the executive producer himself uh, making an appearance here, Jake Anderson. What up, Jake? Uh, hey, always Jake. good to see you, brother. Uh, <laughs> Hogue's long nemesis, uh, long lost nemesis. <laughs> oh no, no, I, I, trust me, I filled in for that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you, yeah, you've definitely uh, filled the void. But yeah, Jake was yelling at me before it was cool to yell at me. <laughs> oh, okay, now it's cool to yell at you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jake said he'd be shocked if anyone uh, selling for less than the mid first. Um, yeah, this close to coming off IR, that's that's certainly possible. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I think it's it's worth a shot if you you might be able to you might be able to get him still for a you know kind of a you know a late first early second. Um, you know. It, it, the, the problem is whoever's had him has had him for a while now and has been waiting for two years to unleash him. It yeah. might be, they might be about done with that. Uh, what are the thoughts on, and Gabe, this is still playing off of your question. Um, what about somebody like Darrell Henderson? Who's, who's seeing his workload increase uh, in, in LA for rest of season and beyond that is. No, not quite. All right. Yeah, not not me to kill the vibe, guys. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I, I'd imagine he is cheaper than his late first price in the summer or possibly a second price that you have recently purchased. I mean, it's got to be cheap. So, But, but nobody's vibe. probably selling him at this point, right? I mean, not for that anyway. I'm just trying to figure out because the second part of your question is what intrigued me. It's like, okay, who, do, who can you get now that's going to like launch from this point through into next season, right? Uh, and I think that's always that's such a, a great a, a time to to put trades out. Yeah. It's just a matter of who, 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 who. 
Well, I mean, so Deontay Johnson right now is starting to lift a little bit here. Um, Man, right? So I, I really like him going forward. Um, I, I really I like the rookie wide receivers. I mean, let's look at like Nikhil Harry. Now, oh, oh, now you like the rookie wide receivers, where in the preseason you hated this draft and you hated everything about it, and now you like the that, was a, that was a generic. I'm messing with you. That was a generic thing. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go in on yelling at him, just no. <laughs> stompy style. Come on, Jamie. Come on, do it. Generic Get him. Where, like, Get him, if I, can, if I can buy Nikhil Harry right now, going into the second half of the season, he's healthy, and going into year two, where um, Peter Howard has shown that year two is kind of the where a majority of wide receivers break out um, or that that's where they should be breaking out and Nikhil Harry going into year two. But if we look at like year two wide receivers right now, Cortland Sutton, Michael Gallup, um, and I'm sure I'm missing a ton right now. Um, Anthony Miller. DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Doing, yeah. I mean, just not Dante Pettis. Did you just, Dante did you just say Anthony Miller starting to break out? No, I, I mean in my heart. That, that's <laughs> right. I'm actually on the field. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> you get the idea where where we're getting a, a lot of these guys starting to show a lot in their second season, and that's probably where we need to be looking is the guys who had down years uh, this year. Um, Nikhil Harry, like I said, for one, that could prove to have a significant role as early as next season is those guys that you need to start buying. Jared Goff is a good, kind of that, that most of that Rams offense is going to be pretty good, but um, Jared Goff is a nice uh, buy low right now um, for the, you know, for that same reason, it's been a relatively down year for the Rams. And uh, I think they're going to bounce back. I, I don't think this is a, a permanent thing. I, the the one guy I forgot was DJ Chark. I don't know how I forgot DJ Chark. <laughs> the in, in that same vein, uh, Hogan. I'm glad you brought up golf. Um, speak, speaking of guys to to try to buy lower on before this Buffalo beatdown, uh, Carson Wentz might have been someone that people might have been souring on. But also, th- there's if you have any semblance of like or anything for Sam Darnold. There's not, I mean, there's likely not going to be a lower time to get him than now, right? He says he's seeing ghosts. He looks bad. Then he then he turns around and plays the Jags, who were basically giving it up to Andy Dalton. We watched that live, Gabe and I. That was that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then uh, they, they they make him look bad in the fourth quarter. But uh, Darnold throws three picks against them. Uh, and, and just like we said, with that stretch, with that stretch of games that's coming up, if you want Darnold, like now's it. Like if if you have any semblance of liking him, like go go get him now before it starts looking real nice. Uh, you know that that that's my thoughts on that. Yeah. Especially with that schedule, it might might start to look good again. Yeah, yeah. Now they're higher they're, than what you bought him for. Yeah, it's it's also man. It, it there aren't very many players who who put it on a tee for us like this, as far as like a sales pitch. I mean to get mono and start seeing ghosts like all in the same season, like that's that's that's, a, that's about as good as it gets. 
<laughs> as good as it gets. <laughs> it's it's not even just a performance thing. It's like, man, this guy, this guy's really like he's really going off the rails. He's got some really random stuff. You might want to get him off your roster now. <laughs> Sell him to me for nothing. <laughs> I was gonna say that kind of sounds like a sales pitch, bro. <laughs> that's that's what it's meant to be <laughs> for sure. All right, gave us all I've got. I've, I've I've run out of bullets. Told you I stopped here. Oh, all right. Yep. You had a bullet. We had a bullet. <laughs> I wasn't looking at the. I wasn't looking at the screen to see that you weren't looking at that. Me. I was like, oh, well, we are, we are professional podcasters. Facts. This is the open uh, bar with. Oh, hey, Ethan. Ethan Turner. Ethan hey. Mama Bear Turner's in the chat. Hey, what's up? The, the greatest PT of all time. I agree. Star healing. I agree. That's his catchphrase. Um, I I, yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything. I don't have anything all at right. all. In, in, any other grievances or anything else you guys want to cut cut the cut the mustard I'm, for real quick? We, we could have we could have the conversation we've been having all all season about uh, <laughs> about Tannehill versus uh, Mariota. You want to have that fight here, Mariota? I mean, he's on the bench. I don't know what you expect me to do. Well, right, <laughs> you should be. <laughs> The better, the better I, player I, is playing. I right can't, now. I can't help that they that they benched him for a backup. It's... Well, now who's the backup? I benched a backup for a backup. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, Mariota is still a better quarterback, but there's no way to prove it at this point. No, there's no way to prove it ever. There's like literally no way you can prove it. Yeah, because because he got benched. Yeah, no, I mean, what do you want no me to, to do? There's no way to prove it before either. Correct. Uh, I don't know about that. But. I do. This is what we <laughs> argued about before the season started, John Hogue. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> yeah, maybe hey, we, we should. Got bullets, J. Mike. Maybe we should talk about Aaron. <laughs> Mariota versus Tannehill. This is spicy. <laughs> Yo, the, about, the... <laughs> James the Brain about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, you were on that too. I was not on that. I, I, had to, I had to hear about how he's old. He's washed up. He's garbage now. Who said that? You, you, both of you said that. I never said that. Oh man, I'm gonna screenshot that, and I'm gonna, first. I'm gonna send it to you. Then I'm gonna send it to your to your mom. To my mom. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Does my mom have to do? Not, it? not Mama Stompy. Dang. <laughs> Mama Stompy. Go for the throat. My mom have to do with it. Wow. Pop the hood. She she needs to know <laughs> what you're getting into uh, when she's when she's not around. I, I don't even know what that means. There's a lot of implication or inference there. Uh, mm. I don't know what that means. Yeah. So you take it however you want to take it. You take it however you want to take it. Kyle Sindra knows. Yeah. <laughs> I just need John Hope to admit that he was wrong about Aaron Rodgers. I obviously no, 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 was no, not no. wrong about he, Ryan Tannehill or uh, Ryan Tannehill and Marcus Ryan Tannehill. That's that. Seriously, that's the. That's that will end this conversation forever. Ryan Tannehill is the candy corn of of quarterbacks. I mean, you're wrong. If you if, you, if that's really you, the 
Like, why do you like to embarrassing yourself at this point? If if that's the cause that you really want to take up, you can do it. No, I all I care about is you admitting that you were wrong about Mariota and Ryan Tannehill. No, Ryan Tannehill is still not a good quarterback. I didn't say he was a good quarterback. I never said he was a good quarterback. Mm. <laughs> that is, I thought that's the entire point here. No, Ryan the Tannehill. entire point is that Ryan Tannehill is better than Marcus Mariota. Yeah, and he's not. <laughs> he's not. Y'all just gonna keep going in circles. Yeah, y'all are not <laughs> round, yeah. Round, now it's yeah. round seventy-three is a draw again. A draw <laughs> again. Um, and I don't know if you guys alerted the uh, Superflex Super Show bat signal or what, but uh, all the homies from from the squad came through this evening. Yep. Looks like. Uh, <laughs> Big John McGlynn, what up, John? Uh, John hits us with this question. Uh, since we're since we're still chopping it up, Deshaun Hamilton, uh, the, the the route one route running wonder uh, of so many. Super excited. Uh, getting did he get goosed last week? Is that what it was? Yep. Yeah, he did. Not even a what target. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, but, no, he'll be fine at some point. They just they need to get a. a quarterback so you know plan on 2020 maybe 2021 meanwhile fred brown got some targets and then everybody says who (laughs) (laughs) start stashing tim patrick by the way coming off ir that's true Um, but yeah for the for the moment deshaun hamilton is he's he's in jail a little bit with this quarterback situation just being, I, I mean, and it just got worse with Joe Flacco go, going down probably for, you know, over a month, month and a half. It's going to be a while. The, the yeah. Broncos are kind of secretly a, a team with a lot of players in that top 100 of ADP again, J. Mike, like like the Browns. I mean, Deshaun, that's not necessarily there anymore. He certainly was respected at some point <laughs> maybe he will gain some through this second half of the year but you know certainly Cortland Sutton Royce Freeman Philip Lindsay Noah Fant I mean sheesh uh Noah Fant come on Noah I need you to start this is the time Catch the ball. Anyway, sorry this is the time Noah I need you to this is it Jake Anderson <laughs> I'm here for Noah Fant's breakout yes uh, we all are we all are Jake <laughs> we are one heartbeat on this one that that game against Kansas City just, ugh. He had so many good looks, and he just dropped the ball, literally and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> You're not disappointed at all about that. The uh, Ethan Turner and and just uh, no, I, sh- I shouldn't even go back to this crap. I'm going to uh, Ethan Turner. Uh, it's Tannehill, unlike Janu. So for that, he's better than Mariota. Oh come on! Uh, on that alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah ethan his uh has definitely jumped right into the super show is as being a mariota hater that's kind of apparently that's the prerequisite the podcast <laughs> with me so yeah I, I that's that's fine a backup tight end did something cool well i mean the- so whatever I've I've got something uh, to to posit for this since, since we're here. the uh, the scariest thing that you've seen so far this fantasy season uh, since obviously Halloween's a couple days away, uh, and I'll share mine while you guys chew on yours. Scariest thing I've seen this fantasy season uh, that really does not make me feel great at the moment. Uh, we watched the ascension 
uh, of one Terry McLaurin. Uh, guys getting open left and right. He looks really good uh, catching a lot of balls. Um, and everyone was excited. Uh, we were all excited about Dwayne Haskins getting in and the rapport that they have from Ohio State, things of that nature. Uh, and, and, of course, Haskins comes in on short uh, short notice with, with Keenum getting hurt, and it just did not look good at all. So uh, the scariest thing is in the event that Case Keenum is not the starting quarterback for uh, Washington for the rest of the season, I'm scared of what that does to uh, F1, uh, as they've called it. Uh, this this season uh, he's he's been really good he's really good <laughs> i like mclaurin and i was i was way off on mclaurin preseason but he's he's good uh, but haskins uh, in there kind of makes me nervous yeah haskins is a big old yike burger deluxe Huge. he uh but i also don't understand washington like throw him i, I don't know Maybe maybe it's not right to throw him in there. Well, what's what's the treatment here for him? I know I it seems he's just not NFL ready. Do you let him sit? But is he sitting there behind the right people, behind the right organization? Like it's just, ugh. I, that, I, that that that's what's baffling, right? So and and maybe this is something that this some um, this is something that has to be part of our uh, non-point scoring season analysis, if you will, or even when we're coming into the draft, we've got to start, or at least me, I can't speak for everybody. I've got to start being mindful of specifically quarterbacks that are going to these situations where court, where coaches are like, okay, like they're, they're really close to being fired. And if they're fired, like maybe that's a good thing for the quarterback or maybe it's not, but like to start your, to start your NFL career with so much tumult uh, in your, in your life <laughs> or in your professional life, not a great look, right? Sam Bradford, what, five offensive coordinators, five seasons. Mariota, five five, five seasons, five offensive coordinators. Winston's probably close to that, too. Uh, no, he had Cutter for a while. It was just bad. Um, but uh, but, but regardless, like, that's that's a bad look. Like, that's a really bad look. And, like, I should have been mindful. But And what kills me is Case Keenum, Case Keenum of all people, uh, who obviously had so much um, – Fantasy success in Minnesota is the one that's unlocking F1. And, and here we are uh, wanting Case Keenum so badly to play just so we can make sure that Terry McLaurin gets his and becomes who we want. Uh, I, I'm Yeah, Washington scares me. Anyway, what do you guys have? Uh, carry on Johnson scares me. Two season-ending two season knee injuries in his first two seasons. Has a history of injuries going back into college. I mean, he was scary in the first place because he definitely was not getting the uh, touch share, the RB touch share that we wanted from him. And now he's dealing with, like I said, back-to-back seasons where he's ended the season with on IR. Um, and that just concerns me moving forward because especially with – uh, Matt Patricia trying to implement a uh, a New England type of offense there or a New England type of team there where they're going to use multiple running backs. I'm j- I just feel like maybe they go in again and get – or the, that Detroit goes in and gets a running back in a very deep class, and that kind of takes away from carry-on next season. I agree. Yeah, carry on is kind of the 
worst case scenario that could happen for someone like Todd Gurley. And, and you certainly saw it happen <laughs> with carry on this year, unfortunately. Well, and, Ethan, and I think, sorry, ahead. Ethan makes a good point. It actually goes all the way back to high school's injury history. Yep. Yeah, I remember seeing, I, I believe it was Ryan McDowell tweeted out those just year after year after year something with uh, carry on, unfortunately. And not just carry on, we've said it before, but no running back is safe I, <laughs> with this draft class. I don't carry on's definitely at the top of, at, you know, middle to top of the list, but there are certainly many, many others. Hogue, what you feel? Man, I've got a few of them that I'm that I'm kind of wrestling with. I, I I'm gonna go with Zach Ertz. Is is it scares me quite a bit, and more more the Do- Dallas Goddard scares me for Zach Ertz purposes. Uh, I believe we've got two touchdowns all year from Zach Ertz at this point. Dallas Goddard is definitely vulturing the touchdowns, and and now I mean just kind of becoming the 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 bigger threat, the bigger target. Uh, it helps it. I think Zach Ertz is in a contract year. Zach Ertz um, has one touchdown, by the way. One touchdown. Yeah. Um, hey. Yeah. Not good. Not good. So, I mean, the, the kind of the best case scenario was we, it would be that we get Zach Ertz out of Philadelphia. But in the meantime, I mean, there are people drafting him in the second round, uh, you know, depending on scoring and bonuses and stuff. Um, early second round in some cases. And I mean, it, that entire elite tier of uh, quote unquote elite tier of tight ends has been pretty brutal, but Zach Ertz, I mean, there's, you know, that there's no real reason to believe that there's regression coming. Whereas with Kelsey and Kittle, you know, those guys still have a monopoly on the job. They're still the top target in their respective offense. Um, But with, with Ertz, I mean, there's, there's reason to believe here that, it, we might not get anywhere close to what we've been getting as far as target share, um, as far as the, the scoring. We're not going to get that anymore. What about you, Gabe? Um, scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's 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 flip it. You you guys are so you so negative. You're so ne- you're so negative. You know what scares me? Scares me that that uh, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans just can't decide who wants to be the one A or one B on their team. <laughs> Two top five wide receivers and Jameis Winston isn't better than Patrick Mahomes. Like, what in the world is happening? I so I refrained from going That's after scary. Jameis Winston for once when. It was supposed to be something scary. I, I, I mean, I always just kind of tend to to go after Jameis Winston. I thought I'd give him a break, but if we're going to bring it up, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're we're, <laughs> we're seeing that it's possible for a quarterback to be completely inept and still support uh, two fantasy wide receivers. I, but I mean, that's kind of best case scenario. So as far as scary goes, what did you guys see the clip of? Uh, of Brashad Perriman wiping out, uh, I believe it's oh Peyton gosh. Barber on the, and, and that <laughs> was, that was, <laughs> that was Jameis Winston sending him in motion uh. and then snapping the ball and making them run into each other. And just, it was a, it was a literally a scary collision. 
And that's what you get with Jameis Winston. That's that's the type of 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 critical thinking. Uh, that's that's his best attempt at critical thinking led to that play. And, and shout, shout, <laughs> yeah, shout out, shout out to Aton. Uh, Aton was big on Winston coming into the season, uh, and and just the other day, I forgot which chat it was <laughs> we were in, but he was like. I take back everything nice I ever said about James Winston. So bad. <laughs> oh, it was funny. Uh, it was a. Uh, it was funny. <laughs> Anywho, so is it that is it that anyone can make this happen because Godwin and Evans are so good, or is it that Winston is in is a don't give a shit QB? That I mean, he. <laughs> That one ball he threw up to Mike Evans for like 40 yards into like five guys. And Evans still caught it, went up and caught it and toe tapped. YOLO. YOLO yeah. ball. So many YOLO balls. How did and, and so is it I I think we can all kind of agree that Evans and Godwin are good. What does he have to do, James? Do but uh do we do we feel do we still feel comfortable with another QB going into next year. Cause I'm not sure if it's going to be a, one of those first round QBs that are, we're starting to talk about. It might be a bridge QB that is a free agent, you know, coming in and next year I, or just a inexperienced rookie. Like, do we still feel good about Mike Evans? Maybe not both top five, but how do we feel? Hmm. That's a good question. Like, <laughs> what, and and this isn't to pick on Mariota, but do you? That's no, it's not. I mean, do you, you do you trust? Then why Mariota even bring him up? Because he's a. Free agent. <laughs> <laughs> you did that on purpose. I, I know you did. Free agent this season, next season. Yep. Okay, it's great. It's a great bridge, QB. So I mean, do you do you think that Mariota or or do you think Godwin and Evans? Produce the same with Mariota. Uh, I don't because, uh, like you said, I think there's a don't give a shit attitude with Jameis. So he's just like, nope, I'm chucking this. And that's why we get so many interceptions from him is he just makes some stupid decisions, but he chucks the ball. Um, and I just don't think you're getting that with Mariota. And I, I, I don't think it's necessarily – even if if Mariota is in a Bruce Arians offense, I don't necessarily think that you're getting the same production. No, yeah, that's actually that's actually news. fair. I, yeah, I mean, guys, Cam Newton might make some sense there. Um, you, you you definitely want more of a. I mean that that offense is meant to be kind of high volume passing. Um, definitely some deep passing Mariota wouldn't be a fit I, I will grant you that how about <laughs> how about uh let's look at some other 2020 unrestricted how are there so many is this true am I looking at the right year what in the Drew Brees Tom Brady all these guys are un... I, don't think, I don't think Brady is it says no, I think I think he is yeah he, he'll he'll be unrestricted after the season but I mean, he's he's not going anywhere. No, so. no, sure, but I'm just I'm just looking at these QBs like, wow, there's a lot. Uh, Eli, Philip, um, Teddy Bridgewater, any of those guys that like Eli especially would, is kind of interesting. 
Is he? I'm just I'm just saying, like, I think <laughs> I think you could argue that he's better than Mariota and or maybe not. I don't know. But like he's he has supported, you know, top wide receivers before. He has been a top QB before. He could be in a don't give a shit mode as well. I don't know. I don't know if that's what's required for them to succeed, but <laughs> Bridgewater's interesting. Um, yeah. But I think I, I it, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Breeze. If Breeze retires after this season, I think Bridgewater stays in New Orleans. Um, so, but if not, I, Bridgewater's interesting because he's definitely shown up um, and helped New Orleans this season. I don't know if it, it's just going to be tough because they, I mean, like I said, I, Winston just chucks the ball. And he throws yeah. it, and, and while it's good at times for, especially for fantasy, um, and and I don't think anybody's denying that he's a good fantasy quarterback, but I don't know if any other QB is going to just chuck the ball, like just throw it up there for Godwin yeah. and and Evans to catch. But they're also good, you know. So it's like. It's like, how is it? How is it that we are possibly going to see their peak? You know, as as a tandem <laughs> with like this, <laughs> don't give a shit QB. Whereas maybe we have the the whatever best QB of all time. I don't care that goes to Tampa Bay next year if it's Joe Burrow. Like that, he's the next best QB, and he still is only putting out you know two top twenty four. Like, how is it, Jameis Winston? <laughs> You, you feel like you could unleash them even more, and it's just, man, that's nuts. There's a good analogy in the chat from Jake. Uh, Winston's like yep. playing yep. like playing Techno Bowl, <laughs> running it backwards to the one-yard line just so you can play more <laughs> offense. <laughs> that's perfect. That's exactly what it is. Oh, we're, we're behind by 20 points? That means i got to throw it more. Good. <laughs> that's about right. Uh, there were some really interesting names that were thrown about in the chat. Uh, just in terms of, hey, who, who takes over in Tampa? And and I was just trying to think about – my mind was only thinking of, okay, who's got a big arm because Arians likes to typically go vertical, right? That's That's been the name of his game typically. And uh, they had brought up Dalton, uh, Trader Joe did, uh, and other names that came up. They said, hey, Mariota, what, what would happen if he went down there? Um, but then the the name that I felt like was most interesting was one by uh, Mr. Mr. Ethan Turner, uh, Nick Foles, Nick Foles. Hey, yo. hey. that's going to be a trade, a get... trade though of sorts. And I don't know if they're going to want to take yeah, on that cap. I mean, maybe it does. I know. Perhaps, I think we've but... talked about before that it changes after a certain time next year. So it w- wouldn't be as bad necessarily, but so Andy Dalton's Andy Dalton is that's fifth cheap. in the league and, and, uh, passing yards just fyi and he plays basically the same as Jameis, where he has to throw the ball because they're so <laughs> behind so often hmm. <laughs> oh man i just I, I just find i find it interesting how this how this is going to work out um and, and and jake brings up an interesting point uh saying that basically this is their peak in terms of Evans and Godwin, and hey, if you don't think Winston's going to be there, uh, if, if that's the bet that you're placing, then you might want to go ahead and sell Evans and uh, and Godwin because it, it's likely not going to get better than this for both of them, maybe one of them. But yeah, um, this is really interesting. This Isn't is, that a weird argument? This is, like, really, <laughs> it is, this is so. This has so many layers. It's interesting. I really like that. 
It, it's it's totally true. I mean, it's this probably is the sell window for those guys. Just, I mean, the problem is this is where the pro game and fantasy kind of collide a little bit because I mean, for for fantasy purposes, Jameis, you know, he does support those guys where you know no one else really would. But the the problem is you can't from a from a from an NFL perspective you can't trust him to win games i mean the decision making is just so bad and i i just i can't imagine that they feel like you know there's anything that they can do i mean they've put weapons all around him and it's still they're still losing games I, you you can't run a 2 minute drill with him uh you can't trust him to you know and he's he doesn't have that clutch gene at all uh, all these, all the things that it takes to actually win in the NFL, he can't do. He's great for fantasy, at least for you know for his weapons, not you know him himself. But you know, I, I, it just makes it really hard to believe that anybody's going to want to actually go into an NFL season with him as a starting quarterback, knowing that you know it's when it's time to put the game in his hands, you're in for a loss. I think Andy Dalton's a, an interesting one, though. Uh, looking at his contract, they might they might really, especially since they're benching him on his birthday, they might he release him um, after the season with just a two hundred thousand dollar. Oh yeah, no, no, excuse me, no cap. That was no this way. year. They could have done that this year, so they could they could totally do it next year for free. Um, um, they, they may end up with the number one pick. I believe that Miami and Cincinnati play later this season, and they yep, may end sure. up. They are so bad, and the Dolphins have actually looked relatively decent the last two games. The The Bengals might end up with the number one pick, and if they don't go to a – I don't know what they're doing. With, with, with your fantasy championship on the line, week 16, Bengals traveling to Miami. <laughs> Just, With just your fantasy championship on the line, <laughs> you're a fool. <laughs> just, just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. That's great. That should be. I, I want to do that one with. If I make it to a championship with some, like in a home league, I say, let's drop everyone. Let's go draft Dolphins and Bengals. Let's go. <laughs> Bring them I'd all love on. to. I'd love to see both of those teams get their winless. And just like see how this plays out. How yeah. are, are they? I mean, at that point, you've got to be fully committed to tanking. You've got to be fully committed to 0 16. And you know that if you win this game, it costs you 1.01. So I, I'd love to I, I'd love to see how they approach it in that scenario. I don't know that'll happen that way, but man, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I just know I'm smashing the over on that game. <laughs> Whenever the line comes out, just smash the over. Two points saying, at Gary? a time. Yeah. <laughs> no, yellow ball. Safeties. <laughs> just like run again back to Tech Mobile, but this time you run all the way out of the end zone. Just like every play. Where where is that game? Uh in it's Miami. In my, yeah. I'm going. <laughs> I am Miami in December. Just get, the, sh- it's gonna be the greatest <laughs> game of the year. <laughs> oh man let's see this is going to be the so it's basically the tank bull at that point right who gets the number one pick wow yeah 
What uh? <laughs> what about? I mean, you got you uh. Here, uh, fight more. What What do you think about <laughs> Ryan Tannehill? Ryan Tannehill. This is no. No. Okay. I mean, they, this should have happened. Rogue Hogue, man. I just hear the uh, I hear the name Ryan, and I just get this facial tick. Really now. triggered. Oh, <laughs> Stop. Uh, I mean, this should this this needs to happen. This this should be happening in Miami. I don't know what they're doing in Miami, but Rosen should not be on the bench. Um, I'm not sure what the strategy is either. But yeah, I mean, this should have happened when the Bengals went zero and four. Because you could very easily tell, oh, these guys aren't going to do. I mean, week one they they gave uh, the Seahawks a run for their money, but after that they've been dominated ever since. Uh, so this should have been ha- happened a long time ago to get see what you have in Ryan Finley, um, and much, and this should be happening in Miami too. Um, I I don't really have anything to say about Ryan Finley. I haven't really seen him play, but we'll see. But this is exactly what should be happening because it's very obvious that Andy Dalton is not the answer in Cincinnati. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, sure, I mean, there, I'm not sure there is an answer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you might as well look at it. He's, it you're, you're getting a whole new quarterback next year either way, I think. So, you know, it, it you, you get to decide here. Is it with a first round pick or with a, you know, second or third round pick? Is is Finley someone that we can actually start next year, or, or um, do we need to just completely clear the deck and and you know go go all in with that first overall pick? So you might as well find out. Maybe well, let's, maybe let's he talk. made Kelvin Harmon look good, huh? <laughs> mm. Well, we'll let <laughs> talk about that one. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about Joe Mixon, though, and the usage of Joe Mixon, which is absolutely perplexing in Cincinnati. Um, I don't know what it looked like this past week. He did get four targets, but um, this is he, the best game of the season. His best fantasy output of the season was this week. Yeah, and and previous to this game, he was only running eight routes a game, and anybody who watched Joe Mixon in college and last year knows that one of his best assets is his pass catching and you aren't using him to one of his his strengths. And I think a lot of people, including me thought he would be a, the, the Todd Gurley in the, uh, in the Zach Taylor, uh, Sean McVay offense. And that's just not happening. And I understand that the offensive line is struggling, but the offensive line was bad last season, and Joe Mixon was a top 10 running back. And you're not – this is much like David Johnson, Mike McCoy last season in Arizona where you are not using your running back to his strengths. Oh, I, every, everything, every, everything starts and ends right now with the offensive line in Cincinnati. Uh, they're horrendous, <laughs> absolutely horrendous. Um, so, so, so no one, there, there's not an answer at quarterback until uh, that gets fixed. Uh, there's not an answer uh, for Joe Mixon until that gets fixed. It's everything's basically on pause until they address that. Jonah Williams, obviously, hopefully he comes back and he's healthy next year. Their their pick, but it 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 was 
to, to watch them weekly is such a sad, sad commentary. Uh, it, it's awful. It, it really is. <sighs> Cincinnati. I'm sorry. That's all I got with them. Gabe, I see team. what you've done. You, you, you've, you, you've, you've drug like us that. into the two-hour mark. Is what you, what you mm-hmm. did every time. Um, Can't stop me. It was sneaky, and it was. <sighs> I got to give you props. It was good. It was good. Right. We got to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. gonna pull an outhouse and say I'm I'm tired. I need to go to bed. <laughs> that, that's not true. Outhouse goes for the record every time that he <laughs> comes well, on. He's, he's, here, trying, yeah. he's trying to go for <laughs> three. <laughs> on on his pod, he's like, "Yeah, I'm tired. I'm going to bed." But here, he's like, "No, nah, it's my night out. I'm going going up." <laughs> I love it. Right. Oh, I love it. Um. Well. Um, don't say goodbye without blowing me a kiss, Stompy. And uh, let's let's do some outros, um, some things. <laughs> he, he really uh, blew you a kiss too. Okay, I know. Right. Yeah. Hey yo. Ah. I'm gonna replace that beer opening with a kiss all right uh this was just absolutely phenomenal um we got this we're just super flexing tonight fella we went we went we we dove deep in them qbs i tell you what um shall we start with and this is in no order of which i rank these people in terms of who evaluates qbs better I'm just throwing it out from left to right because that's just how the brain is going. John Hogue, please start with what you'd like to say to the people, to everyone listening. Uh, that kind of threw me off, Gabe. I don't know why you had to say it like that. but I went uh, everywhere with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, check out the Super Flex Super Show five days a week. I'm not on all of those, but um, I'm, I'm on uh, – uh, several of them and Stompy's on some and sometimes we're on together and uh, it gets pretty weird. Uh, and then we also do the uh, FF Mercs uh, live show on Sunday morning. So check that out and uh, bring start sit questions um, uh, every Sunday morning at 930 1130 Eastern 1030 Central 930 where I'm at. Yes. Yeah. In the, the forgotten time zone here in the mountains. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I got. Um, but also just awesome to be back with you guys. Two of my absolute favorites. So, um, And then Stompy. Yep, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, Stompy was here too. Segway. Stompy, your turn. I'm saying your name second. Uh I don't know how much I have to add. Uh, go check out ffmerks.com. Uh, check out what we have uh, available to you in terms of our um, services. Uh, always, You can always ask us questions as well. Um, and then Dynasty Diagnostic. Uh, we, Aton and I record once a week. Uh, not We don't really do like the normal in-season stuff. Uh, in terms of start sets waiver wire, we we stick more to the dynasty side of things and how uh, a given week and 
can impact a, a player's dynasty values and what you should be doing with certain players and, and what's going on on around the league. So yeah, that comes out every week. Um, send us your rosters. We always like to uh, break down your rosters and give our, our <laughs> show our lack of car knowledge, if you will. <laughs> uh, I ain't changed my oil in weeks. I'll change your oil. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Already. Well, aren't you two just a couple dipsticks? Okay. <laughs> just keep the pun hey. coming. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Um, thank you, fellas. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, say hello to James the Brain for us, if you could. And um, J. Mike, what do you have to say, my friend? Yeah, uh, golly, man, I've, 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 <laughs> in the last couple of weeks, uh, I, I feel like I've just been looking forward to these Tuesday nights so often of late. Um, we, we've constantly got fantastic people, and and for for me, it's most fun when we have. Obviously, I love having new people, but it's always most fun when we have uh, people that we love to chop it up with, people that we enjoy uh, doing this. FF journey uh, with, uh, and and these are two two of my two of my uh, favorite people. Got to meet them this summer uh, in Canton at the Midwest FF Expo. Uh, I've even got pictures to to prove it, Gabe. Uh, but it was a it was a good time uh, to be able to meet them in person and chop it up. So uh, just grateful for these two guys. Thank you guys for being with us. Uh, all the best to to, to James and and his family um, and with everything that's going on there. But. Uh, as far as the show goes to the chat, man, you guys kept it lit. You guys kept it uh, light. You kept it fun for us. We appreciate you all. Uh, Brian Hart and Ethan Turner still trying to combine to uh, <laughs> break the break the record whenever they come back on uh, the show record, which I can't remember what two hour and what minute mark uh, that they need to get to for that. But they're I don't uh, think they we are they're here. I'm not going to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> uh he's they're, they're pretty they're pretty uh convinced they're going to but uh regardless chat you guys were great appreciate you all so much uh to, to everybody that's checking us out on podcast form whether it be stitcher podbean google play apple Podcasts, spotify wherever it is uh thank you for rocking with us uh hopefully we're making your commute a little bit more uh cheery we're making your time at the gym helping you grind out those last uh, 0.2 miles to get to that marathon 26 because uh, you guys are savages if you're doing that uh, <laughs> but or, or whatever it may be we appreciate you guys rocking with us share it with a friend rate and review if you if you'd be so kind uh, we certainly appreciate that as well uh, the open bar store you can find all of our merch and things of that nature there uh, obviously I've got the dummy blitz that I'm about to record right after this. Yeah. <laughs> um, happy to be able to do that over at the DF DFPN network, the only at work in town, uh, <laughs> to be able to chop it up with the dynasty dummies and, and that crew there. So uh, humble to do that. Uh, got a special, got a special gift that's going to be coming out for my, for my guys in the kamikaze league as well. Um, I finally got the audio to be able to, Never mind. I'm not even going to spoil that. I'm going to, I'm going to drop it on them soon. Um, but anywho, uh, we appreciate you all on Twitter. You can find me at J Mike check at J M I C check. You can find the show's handle at the open bar pod, and you can find my main man, the host with the most bun G genius, the MC Mr. Gearing. If you're an adolescent, 
in, in <laughs> Texas, <laughs> in a Texas middle school near you. Uh, Gabe uh, on Twitter at FFmanBun. Genius, Bungie, take us home. You know, when you said the pictures bit with, you know, these two fools down here, whatever, you got pictures with them. Did we, did we do that? Did we do that at all? Do we have, like, I guess I got, I got, I remember taking a couple. I got one picture of us at the game, at the game. Yeah. Um, I got one. I think you got I one. Gabe is getting to me. jealous. Gabe's getting jealous, and he's like, "Oh, well, I did it too." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've, I've seen him before. Yeah. So, so we've got, we've got, we actually uh, in our time together. When, when, and I, for those that don't know, uh, a couple weekends ago, Kate, Gabe came up, stayed, stayed the night in my house. We went to the Bengals Jags game, watched our beloved Jaguars do work. Uh, he spent basically the entire day with my daughters on Saturday, uh, tea parties and uh, everything in between. So Uncle Gabe is the man around here. Uh, they, they, they are big fans of Uncle Gabe, uh, sharing, look, wanting to look at the Snapchat filters and everything else. But uh, I even got a video of Gabe eating uh, one of the Cincinnati's uh, delicatessens, if uh, you will, uh, Skyline Chili. <laughs> Skyline Chili. And uh, <laughs> for a guy that does not... Uh, obviously, if you think about Texas chili or chili that most people think of and you have something like Skyline, they're, they're not the same. So to, to watch Gabe and I got I have a video. I should put this on Twitter for the people to see uh, as he's eating it. You can see the wheels turning where he's like, I don't know what I'm doing, but this is not right. Like, this is really weird. <laughs> we, we were uh, me, him and uh, John Bosch. What a Bosch. He, we, we got lunch together that day. And uh <laughs> I'm gonna post that. I'm gonna post that video because your face. Every time I watch, it, I just cry laughing. Anyway, sorry, Gabe. You're supposed to be taking us. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> now I gotta not, know I'm what not, is I'm, what. What is Skyline Chili? Oh man, we. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so you, so you ever, obviously you ever had a three way before, my friend. <laughs> Uh no, <laughs> so <laughs> so you still have to explain this, I guess, and other things now. No, I mean, <laughs> I'd imagine a lot of the people's answers are no. I'm not. It's not any shade towards you. It's it's a rare occurrence. It's also a rare occurrence to come out alive, um, having eaten skyline. <laughs> so I mean that. So that's one of their menu items: is a three way, four way, five way, and basically just describes the toppings that you're putting onto your noodles and chill chili uh like like soup chili it's not like chunky i don't even know if it has meat in it and if it does i'm not gonna want to know what kind and, and and look like i'm i'm not a hater on fast food at all like i will I'll smash on that whatever. I just didn't know what it was. And so and I and I still don't know what it is. And it's just it's so fucking weird. You you have it is spaghetti with like cinnamon flavored chili. Chili flavored water. Huh. And but it's like and then they told me it's like a Greek thing. So I, I brought this up and I said, Well, that's so unique to me because you have Greece and you have Italy next door, and you know, Italy's pretty good at pasta right you know has sauces on things and whatnot and then greece just goes and fucks it up and puts chili on their noodles like what 
<laughs> Yo, I can I'm, tell you I'm right now who, who lost the Greco Roman War. <laughs> <laughs> Not it's just a, a math guy. teacher, but also the history teacher. There right. you go. I don't know. It look, it wasn't like terrible either. It's just it was it's fucking weird. Like you, you have to have it. Have to have it. I can't even I can't even Man. <laughs> I I don't know. Uh, and I, I, I had I had conies, so I couldn't do like the spaghetti thing just like weirded me out and I couldn't do it because <laughs> I just had spaghetti, spaghetti too much in my life. I, I got my meat sauce down. I, I know what oregano is like. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I know what oregano is. I just love the glee coming from J. Michael. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I just wish I could have been there when it was happening. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part of this. Is just losing it. <laughs> he was so. Oh my he God. knows how fucking weird it is. He knows it because we had a conversation. He picked me up. We had a conversation about chili and, you know, that skyline is, you know, th- there's chili and then there's like, Cincinnati chili spots that are like edible and we're not sure skyline is entirely edible. So he knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not really a skyline fan, but that is the thing around these parts. Uh, and uh, if you go in thinking that it's actually chili. Um, so like I think stinks green chili in, in Colorado. I don't know if you've ever had that. That's, that's one thing, right? You have Texas chili. That's another thing. Um, but, but, but here, in Cincinnati, people who are local to Cincinnati will fight you over some skyline chili. Uh, and <laughs> it's not if you go in thinking that it's actually chili, like like traditional chili, per se, um, you'll be wildly disappointed. Uh, but if you go in knowing kind of what's going on ahead of time, you, you'll be OK. So hopefully Gabe's stomach has bounced back from from the monstrosity that had, had to do with. Uh, I can't I couldn't imagine flying on a plane after eating that for the first time. Uh, that was that might have been. A really I, good I had some worries for sure. I, I ended up all right. <laughs> I've had I've definitely had worse, and like I said, it wasn't like bad. Like the conies, like were, I've had chili dogs before, but there's like this like hint of cinnamon on it that's just like, what's going on? But all right, so go go try Skyline if you want. Nope. You know, <laughs> it's like their, yeah, it's like their motto: try I'm Skyline good. if you want. <laughs> <laughs> if if you want to, I guess maybe. <laughs> I might. I, and I, now I'm married, so I can't try a three way. So I guess it is Skyline. Like, Why can't you try a three way? You need to talk to your wife about that. Yep. Trust me, I've tried. It doesn't work. I, I even put it in our wedding vows. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Still. <Holy yeah>. shit. <laughs> no, no, no go. Brave. why did we start the show like this (laughs) i'm just now finding out that skyline is a theme if i had known two and two hours and 18 minutes ago yeah we would have started like this right (laughs) all right uh i should have got i got i should have got some merch though some skyline merch just really all right uh this has been great we will probably be here next week it is no longer october we will be in uh november we will be half more than halfway through the fantasy season including the championship that is 
um, that we shall all be representing. The vamps will. Ayo. Bingo. Um, what's that? Bengals Bang. fans, load them up. We can see. God, I can't <laughs> wait. I'm seriously, so excited. All right. Um, we have a store, uh, the open bar store We have some shirts on there. Not haven't had one in a while. Posted, but they're still there. They're fun. Um, shoot, what else? Intros. I've been doing those. Just dropped a few this week for the people. I love my people out there. Thank you. Thank you for being patient. Thank you for accepting me. Thank you for popping the hood. All right. Uh, that's it. I think that's it, J. Mike. Anything else? Shall we? Uh, do you. A little dollop of daisy, do you? Dollop of daisy, baby. Let's uh, cheers to the camera, to the people watching, to the people listening, whether you are drinking coffee, whether you are having that representing Shana Bach straight out of Texas. Ooh, <laughs> and then the old uh, milk shout out at it. I gotta, I gotta come to St. Louis sometime. Yep. Um, but uh, that's for another day. I don't, I don't, I don't know what kind of fucking chili that St. Louis has. No, man, we just uh, have Italian food and all yeah. sorts of good stuff. Okay, all right. Yeah, barbecue, barbecue in St. Louis. You bet. All right, because like KC, St. Louis, I feel like that's a beef or something. It is. Pun intended. Yes, Okay. All right. Um, all right. That's it. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Goodbye. This is the open bar. We will see you all next week. Da 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 da